MMR's Preston C podcast is brought to you by Acme. Get more from your store with Acme's Fresh Pass program. Acme Markets, fresh food, local flavors. This is Virginia Lottery recording session. We're rolling. Coming this Tuesday. Actually, just read option one. New games every Tuesday? Perfect. For more information, visit VALottery.com slash Tuesday. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. All right, today is Monday, January 30th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. The Philadelphia Eagles and Kansas City Chiefs are officially headed to Super Bowl 57, which kicks off Sunday, February 12th at State Farm Stadium in Glendale, Arizona. unbelievable. About it. The Eagles rolled past the San Francisco 49ers in the NFC Championship game while the Chiefs beat the Cincinnati Bengals to emerge out of the AFC. After the game, Hurts stood on stage on the field as his Eagles teammates passed around the NFC Championship trophy and clutched a microphone in front of a packed Lincoln Financial field uh, to lead them in uh, the fight song. The Which Eagle- didn't work out so well. Right, yeah, he was a little <laughs> off key. Yeah, just a bit. <laughs> uh, the Eagles, who won the Super Bowl five years ago with a different coach and quarterback, will try to do it again behind uh, Hertz and coach Nick Sirianni. Philadelphia will face his Kansas City Chiefs and Andy Reid, uh, the former Eagles coach. Philadelphia center Jason Kelsey and Kansas City tight end Travis Kelsey will become the first brothers to play against each other in the Super Bowl, according to ESPN stats and information. Uh, each are integral in their team reaching this point. The elder Kelsey has one of quarterback Jalen Hurts protectors for the Eagles and the younger brother as Kansas City quarterback Patrick Mahomes' most consistent and favorite target. Didn't Joe Namath play against Donnie Namath? <laughs> Or am I misremembering that? <laughs> During a news conference after the game, Jason said, my mom can't lose. Fans filled the streets of Philadelphia Sunday night after Eagles, uh, the Eagles' big win over the San Francisco 49ers. Fans packed Broad Street in Center City in South Philly and Frankfurt and Cotman in Mayfair moments after learning the Eagles were going back to the Super Bowl. Uh, the crowd did become rowdy at times as the party continued late into the night. At least one person was arrested for vandalizing a police car and there was destruction on top of a bus stop in Center City. They can stop Greasing those poles now. It's it just doesn't work. Doesn't work. work. Yeah. People always get up there. Yeah, but I don't grease. know. Maybe there would be people on every pole if they did. Yeah, yeah, so I, I don't know. Maybe you grease, know. grease the top of those bus stands uh-huh. you know, that they came crashing through last night. Uh-huh. Uh, the Empire State Building was glowing Eagles green following the Eagles victory. A photo was posted to the Empire State Building's Twitter account on Sunday with the caption, Fly Eagles Fly, saying that the tower lights were in green and white to honor the Eagles win. That's one of the strangest things I've ever uh-huh. seen happen. Has that I ever don't, happened before? I, no. Not that I no, remember. No way. Well, no they, they way. They said the residents of New York City were not very Yeah. Uh, <laughs> were, they were ripped. Some people were flat out... I'm surprised there wasn't some sort of serious violence that didn't take place. But the building is still there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care. The New York Giants Giants Uh, took to Twitter, said that they were just here for the comments. Uh, And as fans now rush to get Eagles NFC Championship victory gear, many Dick's Sporting Goods stores in Pennsylvania, New Jersey, and Delaware will all be open early at 7 a.m. this morning. Not all stores, but but, uh, there's a a big um, list of stores that you can find. So hit all the Dick's this morning if you can. (laughs) Yes, that will be open early. I I don't like getting that gear. I want the... Like when the Phillies made the World Series, I didn't want to get like a 
Yeah, oh, they won the the NL. Right. Yeah, we yeah, had I this want, conversation. Yeah. There was yeah, like people. Like there that. was like half and half. People were like, "No, they they still won." No, it's still the, something you can you can commemorate. And, but and, other people and, didn't want to wear it unless they win. Well, the, in this case, the Super Bowl. And it's almost like it's for me. It's superstitious. Yes, it is. Yeah, of course yeah. it is. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, you don't want to get too cocky, right? No, no. You're like wait, uh, Luke Skywalker in the Millennium it's, Falcon, or no, it's, it's settling for second best. Right. That's it. There yeah. you go. Case I fell into. A slight superstition. Oh, I love you. Uh, Yesterday. So, listen, (laughs) I have uh, this Eagle sweatshirt I'm wearing today. And I, you know, went to watch the game with my family yesterday. And I'm like, oh, I pulled it out. And I'm like, I have not worn an Eagle shirt all season. And Uh I was like, I'm going to put it on today. Right. And I was like, nope. And I didn't wear it. I was like, I'm not going to. I really thought about it. look what you did. They won. (laughs) You did it. It was a drubbing. Well done. I was like, I can't believe I'm falling into this. I can't believe I'm doing this, but I just couldn't put it on. Uh, so, yeah, so the, if, if you are interested in the NFC Championship victory gear, uh, you can go to Dick's this morning. Uh, check out the list. The store's opening at 7 a.m. early. Kath, my, my buddy H texted me, I think it was yesterday. Uh, it might have been. And I've, either way, he goes, oh, and he was having a panic attack. He's like, dude, I just had rice aroni. <laughs> And it's the San Francisco tree. He's like, he's like, am I okay? And I had to go to Wikipedia. I go, okay. I'm like, they sold to the Quaker Oats brand in like the 80s. I'm like, Quaker Oats is is, is based in Chicago. Come on, we're having you morons. Okay, I hope you're saying that like with a smile because we're just having fun. But I go, they're in Chicago now, so it's they're not even not even the San Francisco treat anymore. It's the Chicago treat. (laughs) I will not like it. It's a sports all morning, but let's do sports this morning. The Eagles are headed back to the Super Bowl. Really? Yesterday afternoon, they beat the San Francisco 49ers 31-7 to in the NFC Championship game. The Eagles scored four rushing touchdowns with Miles Sanders getting two and Jalen Hurts and Boston Scott. Scott also getting into the end zone. The Eagles defense sent both the 49ers quarterbacks, Brock Purdy and Josh Johnson, to the Blue Medical Tent during the game. Hurts had thrown for just 275 yards combined in the two playoff wins after completing 15 of 25 throws for 121 against San Francisco. In the AFC, the Chiefs beat the Cincinnati Bengals 23-20 to last night in Kansas City. Late in the fourth quarter, Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes rushed to reached the mark he needed and was headed out of bounds when Bengals defenseman Joseph Asai pushed him and sent him sprawling into the bench. The run, along with the 15-yard penalty for a late hit, was all Kansas City needed. Harrison Butker sent a 45-yard kick over the crossbar with three seconds to go and put the Chiefs back in the Super Bowl for the third time in four years. The Philadelphia Eagles will face the Kansas City Chiefs in Super Bowl 57 on Sunday, February 12th at 6.30 at State Farm Stadium in Glendale, Arizona. The Sixers, who have won seven games in a row and 12 of their last 14 are at home tonight with a game against the Orlando Magic. Tip-off is at 7 o'clock and the Flyers who won over the Winnipeg Jets on Saturday night are on the NHL All-Star break and don't play again until next Monday when they'll return to the ice with a home game against the New York Islanders. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you very much, Kevin. Pulled up some uh, stats if you're interested. If you want to fly to Arizona, the ticket prices are about 
eighteen hundred dollars for a round trip ticket. Yeah, I, t- I tweeted this last night. Apparently, uh, it's gone up since then. So uh, price gouging in full effect. Oh so yeah, my, yeah, yeah. My friend bought uh, a ticket before yeah. the game. Bought a ticket out to Arizona uh, before the game. How much? I don't know exactly what he paid, but like, not it wasn't ridiculous right, right, like right. this. And you know, I guess he thought if he has to cancel it, he'll cancel it. Yeah, because he can still hang on to that credit and use it somewhere else. Or do you? Can you flat out get your money back if you do it quick enough? I think you probably could. Oh, right? Within like twenty four hours, you right? had twenty four hours. Yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah, so Just go ahead and book it. I think you, you never know, not, right? Yeah, I think I was hearing seven hundred dollars for round trip prior to all prior of this. To it. So oh, good uh, yeah. move. Good so I don't know if that's part. accurate. And then hotels, yeah. of course, skyrocketing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Everything. Yeah. Yeah. All that stuff. Yeah. So, I would imagine <clears throat> the hotels would have already, because it's going to be there no matter what. Right, right. They would have been way up. But nonetheless. Well, you always have room to skyrocket. <laughs> make your plans now or forever hold your peace because yeah. it's just going to get worse from here on out. Uh, well, we are happy to have you on such a joyous day here. It being a Monday morning with the President Steve Show. We have a new Word of the Week prize. We have a $250 hard rock Cafe Philadelphia restaurant gift card and also a two hundred and fifty dollar gift card for the Hard Rock sh- Hard Rock Shop. So all told, it's five hundred bucks. We have a chance to win that. Uh, get the letter at the end of the program. We will give that away on Friday. And we got to talk to Michael Barkan yes. today, just to get a um, you know a bearing on things as we got a couple weeks to get ready for the one of the greatest moments ever <laughs> in the history of Philadelphia. It's pretty um, wild. So we will have uh, Mike on uh, 9 o'clock or so to chat about that. We have a concert announcement coming up later on this morning too, so we'll dive into those details and then we'll see what else falls into place. We do have a movie screening coming up too. Yes. Is that tomorrow night? Tomorrow night. We should give away passes now. Alright, I can do that. Knock yes. at the cabin. Uh, the M. Night Shyamalan film. So I tell you what, we'll take five callers right now. 215-263-WMMR put you on the list. By the way, it is at the PFS East Tomorrow night at 7.30, so just a heads up on that. Doesn't hit theaters until February 3rd, so let's put you in those seats. All right, with all that, let's take a break. Yes. Let's come back in a second. The Entertainment Report is what will be up next, and we'll have a stupid question, give some stuff away, and we'll move forward on Monday. Stay put. If you like what you hear, you can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on PrestonandSteve.com. Now, back with... Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Get more from your store with Acme's Fresh Pass program and enjoy more services like unlimited free delivery on all your grocery needs. More exclusive perks like 5% off every day on your favorite O-Organic or Open Nature items across the stores and more rewards that never expire. And now enjoy a limited time offer and save up to $5 per pickup order with a Fresh Pass subscription. Start your 30-day free trial today. Visit acmemarkets.com slash freshpass for program details. Service available in select areas. More of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Stupid question. We are going to give away a four-pack of tickets for the Philadelphia Wings game against the Albany Firewolves. It's this Saturday at the Wells Fargo Center. The question that I pose to you is this one. What weapon was so powerful 
that Epic Games pulled it from Fortnite after only four days wow. in December of 2018. That's a hell of a weapon. Yeah. Let's see if you know the answer to this question. I did not. 215-263-WMMR. Never played Fortnite once. I don't play- know the game very well. Played it for about a half hour and uh, realized that I was just uh, a meat. Yeah. <laughs> Murdered. Yeah, right. Steve and I were talking about this on Friday because we had the PS5 here. I've played it a couple of times and I am uh, discover I'm what you would call a camper yeah. because I don't have the skills to actually go toe-to-toe with anybody. Right. So I actually like came in like second, third place the first couple times I played. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm like, I let everybody kill each other. Well, the worst thing you can yeah. do is, and the, the, the cheapest thing is to hang out by a respawn point oh, you, where, where people... It's a tactic. Yeah, it's yeah. a tactic. Yeah. And, but it's they don't have that tactic. Uh, not the, the, There's no respawn in Fortnite. Right. So, all right, what weapon was so powerful Epic Games pulled it after only four days? This was in December 2018. 215-263-WMMRs. And I'm going to go through some birthdays today being the 30th day of January. Wilmer Valderrama Fez has his birthday today. He's gone on to do a number of uh, shows and uh, dramatic roles. He was in the... Um, TV version of From Dust Till Dawn and did a really good job. And he was the voice of Handy Mandy. The voice Mandy. Of he was. Handy Manny? That was it, yeah. Uh, he is uh, celebrating his 443rd birthday today. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Christian Bale has oh, his birthday. Oh, good for you. Good for you, <laughs> Christian. <laughs> Uh, forty nine years old today. That was a that was an epic uh, on screen on, on set freak out. Oh yeah, uh, he was yelling at a at a guy who was you know, like handling the lights or something like that, and walked into the set and he got really pissed off. And yeah. it, it took a while, but he later apologized. Yeah. He he is one of those dudes who becomes the character. In fact, when you yeah. see him and he's conducting interviews around the time of a movie, if he's playing a an American. He, even in the interview, keeps the American accent. Yeah. Like, it's... But you can't argue with results. Dude's a great actor. He's amazing. Yeah. He turns uh, 49 years old today. Uh, The great Phil Collins celebrates his birthday today. Uh, Phil is 72 years old today. Pretty cool thing happened with him uh, over the weekend uh, in the world of drummers. Uh, he was acknowledged by uh, there's a, a group called Drumio, and uh, they're they're this uh, online fantastic. Right. It, the world of drummers, everybody knows about Drumio, and they gave him a very prestigious award over the weekend, which I thought was really really cool, just for his body of work over the years as a drummer. I'm a massive uh, Genesis fan, and I'm obviously, uh, was it Chester Bruford, right? No, Thompson. Who was the, the Chester drum? Thompson? Chester Thompson. Yeah, uh, and he would um, they would trade off drum solos during concerts. It was amazing. Yeah, and uh, you can't doubt his songwriting and singing capabilities no. as well. But he, he uses this well-rounded, amazing musician, uh, and he turns uh, seventy-two years old. Some serious health problems over the past yeah. few years. He really can't play. His son has been playing for them. Yeah, uh, another person turning a year older. Actually, he's been in our studio. Uh, actor Charles S. Dutton. Always liked him. He's great. Uh, he was. Uh, he's been in several movies. In Rudy, he's kind of the uh, the guy that helps Rudy out and the maintenance guy. You remember that? nothing? Yeah, yeah. hundred and nothing. <laughs> yeah, they were working on a show for HBO. Apparently, they were gonna. They'd actually used our studios 
They were uh, scouting our. They studios. were scouting our studios, yeah. Yeah. and uh, nothing ever came of it. Uh, he was in uh, Time to Kill and Rock was his show. He is uh, seventy two today. Uh, former Vice President Dick Cheney gains another year. He is oh. celebrating his eighty second. He and Christian Bale share, share a birthday. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Funny. yeah. yeah. He played him. I mean, it, like, and it was you couldn't tell if you know just looking at the picture of him. It, boy, was he good as Dick Cheney. Yeah, the movie was Vice. Yeah, yeah. you're correct. So he turns eighty two years old today. Maybe when, they're hanging out. I don't know. Probably they're gonna go duck hunting. <laughs> shoot somebody in the face. <laughs> <laughs> you want to go shoot someone? <laughs> I don't want to go with you. <laughs> uh, I don't want to go. Sir, do you understand that I'd I'd rather pass on that invitation? <laughs> I don't want to duck hunt with you. <laughs> Stay home. Uh, it's also <laughs> Vanessa Redgrave's birthday today. Great actress. Yep. Uh, Mary Queen of Scots. Uh, Mission Impossible. Girl Interrupted actually continues to work. She's 86 years old today. Uh, the great Gene Hackman. My goodness, he is 93 years old oh, today. Wow. One of the great actors of all time, yeah. French Connection, his breakout role. Mm-hmm. Uh, as an actor done. since uh, Welcome to Mooseport of 2004. Well, once no you kidding. hit that yeah. pinnacle. You, yeah. <laughs> I like that movie, though. It's yeah. not bad. Yeah. Uh, I think he's in, in one of the greatest sports films of all time, Hoosiers. Yes. Uh, is is right up there with like natural, just an absolute classic. Nothing wrong with that movie at and all. And he plays a prick to perfection, uh, yeah. uh, The Unforgiven. Uh, the Unforgiven, yes. Uh, Crimson Tide. Yep. And uh, if we're talking about sports, uh, I think a uh, a movie that kind of gets cast aside that I love is The Replacements. I love The Replacements. I think it's a great yeah. movie, uh, especially when he and uh, John Favreau are saying, "I want that football. <laughs> I want you to get me that football." <laughs> <laughs> I think we have that. Do we have it? I think we do. Yeah, you got. And then just... after he gets the fumble, he comes back in. I got you the ball. I got you the ball. They're just screaming at each other. Yep, here it is. Okay, this, all right. Wait, get, yeah, here it is. All right, here we go. I need that ball. Get me the ball. You need the ball. <laughs> get me the ball. Get you the ball. Are you gonna get me the oh, ball? I'm gonna get you the ball. Get Hope he doesn't kill somebody. <laughs> Wait, is this when he comes back? Get the ball! It's just a play. God, I hope he doesn't kill somebody. Uh, so Gene Hackman is 93 years wow. old today. Uh, then another phenomenal actress, Olivia Coleman. Yes. Uh, she turns 49. She is an Oscar winner, I think, right? She is. She was definitely nominated. I'm almost positive she won. Um, last year or two years ago? I think two years ago. She won one Oscar in 2022 last year for The Lost Daughter, which I okay. don't know what that movie is. Uh, it's about no. this daughter who was lost. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, remember that. Are part? you saying she couldn't find her way she home? Find her do- yeah, I, okay. I believe the daughter's name might have been Cindy. And uh, oh, I Cindy! saw that movie. Yeah, I saw that movie, and is it messed up? It stinks. No, I was like a li- yeah. I, I didn't like at the end. I was like, that's it. Like, yeah, I, like I got that's through right. the whole thing, and I, and I I didn't watch it in one sitting. I remember going back because I wanted to finish it, but I was like, this is this is it. This is what we're doing. That's it. I'm helping okay. Olivia Coleman look for her daughter. <laughs> I have a specific set of skills. <laughs> um, yeah, that seems like an Oscar picture. Yeah. Uh, she was great in um, uh, The Crown. Uh, she turns forty nine years old today. All right, see if somebody knows the answer to this question. Uh, what weapon was so powerful? Epic Games pulled it from Fortnite after only four days in December of 2018. 215-263-WMMR, the number, and it is Chris that we are going to go to. Hey, Chris, good morning. Good morning. Sorry to bother you at work. No, Chris, we asked for you to call, so do me a favor. Tell me what it was that they banned. What weapon? That would be the Infinity Blade. That is correct. Infinity Blade. Woo! 
Yep, the Infinity Blade apparently was uh, taken away. I don't know the origins of the Infinity Blade or what game it came from or any of that, but nonetheless, it was too powerful and they got rid of it. So, Chris, hang on the line. We're going to give you a four-pack of tickets for the Philadelphia Wings game against Albany. They are playing this Saturday, February 4th at Wells Fargo Center, and you can be there for lacrosse for all, a celebration of the history and diversity of the game. And you can get your tickets now at wingslax.com. At the box office, number one uh, was Avatar, Way of Water. Once again, $15.7 million. Puss in Boots came in second. A man called Otto was third. Megan came in fourth, followed by uh, Pathan, Missing, Plane, Left Behind, Rise, Infinity Pool was ninth, and then rounding out the top ten was Wandering Earth Part Two. All right. There's a lot There's, of films there. I have no idea who they are. I mean, and I stay up on this stuff. A lot of those I've never yeah. heard of. All right. We're going to start with this. Priscilla Presley is challenging the authenticity and validity of her daughter, Lisa Marie's uh, will uh, following Lisa's death earlier this month. Uh, the Dallas actress filed paperwork with the Los Angeles Superior Court on Thursday, questioning a purported 2016 amendment that removed her from the trust. That removed Priscilla from the trust? Yeah. Huh. Uh, the two thousand right, man. Uh, the two thousand sixteen amendment named Lisa Marie's oldest daughter uh, Riley Kehoe and her late son Benjamin Kehoe uh, as successor co trustees. Uh, in the court documents filed by Priscilla, she claims that uh, she was named a co trustee uh, in January nineteen ninety three when Lisa Marie exec- uh, executed a uh, revocable living trust, which he amended and completely. Restated in January 2010. So, I, I don't know what all that meant. Uh, the court recognizes Elvis. Yeah, man. Okay. That doesn't seem right, man. Yeah. Uh, the I'd na- like to approach the bench. Uh, the naked. Yeah, that's the bench, all right. <laughs> the naked gun <laughs> actress alleges that uh, Lisa Marie's signature on the 2016 amendment appears inconsistent with her usual and customary signature. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. We'll see how this plays out. And that Lisa Marie's name is spelled wrong as well. With a Z. So she she also claims the amendment was never notarized. So maybe she's saying there's some foul play afoot here. If it's not notarized. If you haven't gone through that process, is it, in that case, a legal binding document? I don't know. I would think not. They right? always make a big deal about getting yeah. things notarized, so yeah. I'm not really sure. Uh, so we'll Gotta see. get it notarized, man. We'll see where that goes, ma'am. <laughs> uh, Rita Ora confirmed the reports that she and Thor Love and Thunder creator uh, Taika Watiti are married. When asked whether or not the pair tied the knot, she said, yes, here we are. Everything happens for a reason, people. I am officially off the market. That's crazy, man. <laughs> Just hang around for this story. Okay, please. Elvis, stay as long as you yeah, want. Yeah, I mean, you're the king. Number two is, look out, man. Look out. <laughs> She's super hot, man. <laughs> After the wedding day... She said, it was just nice and perfect, completely how I wanted it, just to myself times. Are you familiar with her? She's Uh, a very sexy chanteuse. I have seen her before, but I don't know about her that much. Pop stuff, mostly. Yeah, but um, he he scored big with her. Uh, It was really sweet, she said. Sorry, it's not that interesting. One day we'll throw a big party, and I'll figure out a time to do a big, big party. So she says they are definitely married, but a little celebration is going to come down the road a bit. According to People Magazine, <clears throat> Olivia Wilde was photographed hugging her ex-fiancé, Jason Sudeikis, in Los Angeles on Friday. I like seeing this picture. 
because uh, apparently they're they're making amends for all that went on before this, and it seems to be they're on better terms. Yeah, and you'd like to think that Ted Lasso can patch up a marriage. I was thinking the same yeah. thing, Steve. But Ted in the show has yeah. his own marital issues, sure. which is pretty sure. strange. You know, a guy is is yeah. loving and giving and understanding as him. Come on, yeah. Well, this comes after Wilde's split from Harry Styles in November, which a source told the outlet had been hard on the house actress. Uh, you don't know what goes on behind closed doors. According to the source, uh, the break has been <laughs> difficult for Olivia. Uh, they've had some issues, but Olivia thought that they were going to work through it all, yep. and she is disappointed. It's a tricky situation, though. Something tells me she's not going to have a hard time in the dating realm. Yeah. As for uh, Wilde and Sudeikis... Uh, the former couple ended their seven-year engagement in 2020. Together, they share two children, eight-year-old Otis and six-year-old Daisy. Sure, that was well. Spunkmeyer. Otis oh, Spunkmeyer. Yeah. Um, the Ted Lasso season, when when is that? This, is, this spring. It better be. Yeah, but they said uh, they didn't give a specific date. Yeah. They just said spring. I yeah. don't like that. Yeah, yeah. Brett Goldstein was on, um, and he plays uh, Roy Kent. He was on um, Colbert the other night, and, he, and Colbert asked him specifically, what is the date of the spring <laughs> where the debut for Ted the last season three is? And uh, he also kind of confirmed what uh, Studakis has been saying this whole time, that season three is it. It'll be the last it season. It is. Yeah. If it goes. Too bad. Yeah, if it goes said, out strong. Brett yeah. Goldstein said he would play Roy, Roy Kent forever. Uh, he loves the role, but uh, the way that Bill Lawrence and uh, and Sudeikis are setting it up is this is the final season. Boy, I would hate to see it go away for good. At least a spinoff with some of the other characters or something. Something in that war. Bring Roy... Kent in as the other part of a My Two Dads reboot. With okay. All right. All right. I'm listening. I hear it. Uh, Zach Braff believes in the power of therapy. At a uh, Paley Center for Media screening of the new series Shrinking, uh, the scrub act, Scrubs actor uh, told Page Six, I've been in therapy on and off my whole life, and it's definitely changed my life and helped me through some really tough times. Uh, when I've had to deal with uh, grief and rough patches. So Shrinking is the show that Brett Goldstein wrote. Brett Goldstein from Ted Lasso and Bill Lawrence created. And uh, Zach Braff is one of the stars of it, as well as um, uh, Harrison Ford. Nice. Uh, Braff directed a few episodes of Shrinking and commented on the new show, saying, I think it's uh, that that's one of the wonderful things about the show. It's sort of a PR campaign for the whole industry. It's showing how it can help uh, people's lives. I did watch the trailer for that over the weekend because uh, we are going to be looking for a new show soon. And right. uh, has anybody seen it or talked to anybody who's seen it? All I heard yeah. was that uh, again. I keep going back to the same interview, but Brad Goldstein on he told the story about Harrison Ford on, on uh, Colbert the other night, and Harrison Ford said it was the best script he had ever written. Wow. Read. Okay, best script he'd ever read. Oh, okay, so uh, yeah, it looks it looks really good. I like Jason Siegel, so I'll watch that. But also, I got my eyes on uh, Poker Face. Uh, with uh, Natasha Leon. Yeah, I, I watch Butterface. Okay. Very unpleasant. <laughs> well, the top part yeah, yeah. is anyway. <laughs> it's not good. Yeah. Uh, Lisa Long, this is sad news to see last night, uh, who played uh, Wednesday Adams on The Adams Family from 1964 to 1966, uh, died on Saturday. She had a stroke. Oh, man. Her daughter Vanessa confirmed it. She was only 64 years old. That's horrible. I actually, after. She was um, Wednesday on the Adams Family, Preston. You talked about those uh, soap operas you'd come home and watch after school while you're waiting for your cartoons to come on. She was on one that I would watch, and she was kind she was of on the, as the world turns. Yeah, she was uh, uh, like the, the little sex pot. Yeah. Uh, so she, her, her daughter said she went peacefully with both of her daughters holding her hands. Uh, listen, I'm just, 
I'm happy she got to see the resurgence of the character yeah, Wednesday huge. as big as it as it uh, came through on Netflix. And an homage to her, yeah, too, which yeah. great. The dance and the everything. Dance, the, yeah. the video made a, a little comeback of, of uh, the Wednesday Adams dance. So uh, Butch Patrick, who played Eddie Munster on The Munsters, remembered her on Facebook, writing, Very sorry to hear my dear friend Lisa Loring's passing. Uh, we were very close and worked together often. I know that she was uh, very weak and was in uh, her company just a few weeks ago. Butch Patrick has to be the only... Mem- living cast member from the original show, right? From the Monsters? Yeah, uh, from, I would from assume the, no, so, from the yeah. uh, But he wrote, Godspeed, my friend. Uh, Loring's shimming frog dance called The Drew gained renewed attention with uh, the new Netflix series Wednesday in which Jenna Ortega does her own interpretation of Wednesday's dance. Uh, her character Wednesday Adams was sweet natured but gloomy and had a penchant for collecting creepy pets including a black widow spider named Homer and a lizard named Lucifer as well as playing with a headless doll. You know, I misspoke. So who who played Pugsley? Is he still alive? I don't know. Yeah. Not really sure. Right. Uh, Loring was born in the Marshall Islands to parents who had served in the Navy, lived in Hawaii before coming to Los Angeles with her mother. She started modeling at the age of three. And the That's mis- crazy, man. Was cast in an episode of Dr. Kildare. And then after the Adams Family finished its two-season run, uh, Loring joined uh, Phyllis Diller's sitcom The Pruitts of Southampton. Uh, she made appearances on series including uh, The Girl from Uncle, Fantasy Island, and Barnaby Jones. And then she secured a role as Cricket Montgomery. That's it. On As the World Turns Cricket. from 1980 to 1983. There's a guy named Ken Weatherwax, Steve, and he passed away in 2014. All right. So yeah. she's probably, she probably was the last of that cast. Uh, I t- could you imagine you're a kid and you're on that set, the Adams Family set? She said it. She said both, uh, all the cast members were wonderful towards her, Carolyn Jones and John Aston. John Aston. Yeah. Oh, is he? He's still Wait, alive? He's still alive. Oh I thought God. he had passed a So few did years I. Ago. All right. How old is he? Uh, Gotta be in his 90s. Pretty old. Because he played Harry Stone's father in Night Court. I yeah. love that character. He did. Yeah, he was kind of a goofball, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm feeling much better now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she's survived by two daughters, by the way, and uh, they're Marianne and Vanessa. So that was that was sad. That is sad. Yeah. But I am glad, like I said, that she got to see you know that character have some success and that 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 show uh, still lives on in some ways. And it's wild, like like the monsters, two seasons. Yes, it's still to this day, it's amazing. Yeah, how long were the seasons? Now though? you're talking like 32 episodes. 32 seasons. episodes. Yeah, like like they would do a ton of episodes. Where's the sent over? Uh, I sent you this on Instagram oh. the other night, Preston. Yeah, hang on, here we go. <laughs> um, it's funnier if you the guy's screaming the f word. Oh. <laughs> Okay. You'd have Otherwise, I just yeah, yeah. kind of loses it. So maybe we'll Do you share. Get the that. audio to the Mona Lisa. Yeah. <laughs> the tequila was funnier, I thought. Yeah, that yeah. one All was right. good yeah. as well. Yeah. We'll share both of those. All right. So uh, somebody else passed away. Twenty-four actress Annie Wershing. Had uh, to see this too. She uh-huh. died on Sunday. She was forty-five. Wait. Uh, many in Hollywood were shocked by the news as Wershing privately battled cancer since she was diagnosed in twenty twenty. Uh, she held a number of roles in popular shows such as Bosch, Timeless, The Rookie, and Star Trek Picard. And she also voiced the character of Tess in the video game The Last of Us. Yeah. Uh, her husband, Stephen Full, said in a statement, There is a cavernous hole in the soul of this family today, but she left us the tools to fill it in. Did she play the mole in the very first one? Uh, no. Uh, first I, one what? The 24? first season of 24. Okay. She was best known for playing FBI agent Renee Walker in 24. 
Uh, she, he said she found wonder in the simplest moment. She didn't require music to dance. She taught us not to wait for adventure to find you. Go find it. It's everywhere. It's a good philosophy. And find it we shall. So that was sad news to hear about that. Don't like sad news. All right. Um, how about this? Is this sad or not? People report that uh, Amy Roback and TJ Holmes will not be returning to GMA 3. Oh, man, that's awesome. They can get it on. That's right. <laughs> Uh, you better look out. Look out, man. Yeah. Got some anchor D for you. Uh, following ABC's internal review in their relationship. Yeah, so apparently um, they they felt that there was too much of a stigma attached to everything that had gone on. Right. Invest- and they're apparently thrilled because they already have offers. So a spokesperson for the network told the outlet after several productive conversations with Amy Robach and TJ Holmes about different options. We all agreed that it's best for anyone if they just move on from ABC. Yes. So uh, we recognize their talent. Killing us and commitment over the years, and are thankful for their contributions. Yeah, they'll 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 get something quickly. Uh, I wonder if someone will have the balls to pair them. On the uh, same show. Hours later, the couple were seen uh, being affectionate on a sidewalk in Los Angeles. She climbs all over. Their their public affection is is pretty aggressive. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Roback was even photographed jumping onto Holmes and wrapping her legs around. Yeah. She was look out, man. Look out, man. Man, trigger, man. I saw her sitting on his face on top of a bus. <laughs> they were on top crazy, of the bus? Man. Yeah, man. Wow. Legs up in the air and That's everything? Right. Uh-huh. That's crazy. How about a mustache ride, man? How about it? Uh, According to Deadline, this is interesting. This is a a weird little story here. The Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences announced on Friday that they're conducting a review of the campaign procedures around this year's nominees following last week's nominations. And so we're speculating that this is in response to Andrea Riseborough's surprise nomination for Best Actress after stars like Demi Moore, Jane Fonda, Naomi Watts, Kate Winslet, and Laura Dern campaigned for her nomination on social media. Because apparently the movie, like hardly anybody saw the movie. It hardly made any money. It was very little known. Right. And the celebs uh, started uh, campaigning for her to be... Uh, consider for nomination. Which they can do. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, according to, let's see, the statement said, it is the Academy's goal to ensure uh, that the awards competition is conducted in a fair, ethical manner, and we are committed to ensuring an inclusive awards process. We are conducting a review of the campaign procedures around this year's nominees to ensure that no guidelines were violated, and to inform us whether changes to the guidelines may be needed in a new era of social media and digital communication. I think this, yeah, this is this is a weird thing because it's it's not like that they went crazy and we're doing something that you're not allowed to do. Right. There's always been campaigning. Yeah. I mean, they take out full-page ads and variety and all the trade papers and they send out DVDs. Like, uh, I don't understand why this is any different. That's, yeah. how, that's how Donnie Most won the Cecil B. DeMille Award. Oh, oh my yeah. goodness. That Ralph Mouth. Won the Cecil B. DeMille Award. Yeah, it's just campaigning. He still got he's it. He still got uh, it. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm a little confused by this personally. I don't really get it. So I think someone's upset that they didn't get nominated. Maybe that's Creating it. a stink. Uh, so anyhow. Stinking up the joint. <laughs> yeah. We'll see what they if they end up doing it anything about it. Thanks, Rock. Harry Styles concert outfit. Uh, is definitely not the same as it was 24 hours ago. Right in the middle of his performance at the Forum on Thursday night, the 28-year-old pop star had his own Lenny Kravitz moment, meaning his pants split open right down the crotch, (laughs) 
for everyone in the audience to see. Like, completely. The incident was captured on video from all angles and uploaded to social media shortly afterward. (laughs) Uh, In the clips, he opens his arms and kneels into a deep lunge, (laughs) at which point his leathery brown trousers burst open. Uh, Styles' eyes widen in shock as he quickly puts a hand in front of his crotch and to cover the wardrobe malfunction uh, before stamping his foot in lighthearted frustration. Uh, the thing that really was uh, sort of weird for him is he has a massive crush, uh, crush on Jennifer Aniston. Yes, she was in the audience. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Uh, luckily, the Grammy winner was able to laugh it off as he pranced away. Later videos showed that he process, uh, proceeded to tie a pride flag around his waist to hide his exposed undercarriage, so at least he uh, proved uh, that he's resourceful. And luckily, uh, less luckily, his uh, self-professed first celebrity crush, Jennifer Aniston, was spotted in the audience. No comment from her as of yet. And they weren't even as tight as Pants he normally wears. No, no. I guess it was just the material. This huge junk. Uh, You know, uh, the audience was jammed full of female... Fan celebrities like Julie Bowen was in the audience as well, mm-hmm. uh, you know, holding a sign, yeah, uh, a suggestive sign. So, yeah, by the way, he was wearing boxer shorts. Oh, it was? wasn't, yeah, it wasn't oh, like, I yeah. mean, like Lenny was not wearing any underwear, yeah, yeah, and his schlong came flopping out. <laughs> That's uh, what I thought. Not no, so no, no. Uh, speaking of Jennifer Aniston, she and Julia Roberts are about to switch things up per deadline. The pair will star in a body swap comedy. Uh, that Amazon Studios just snatched up at a competitive auction. Uh, Palm Springs director Max uh, Barbacow. Is that how you say his name? Yeah, man. Sounds right. No, Barbacow. Barbecue. Uh, barbecue. I love uh, that, man. Max Barbecue. There's got to be a place called Max Barbecue. Of course there is, man. There is, and I'm opening it. Uh, is set to write and direct the movie. Uh, Lucky Chap Entertainment, a.k.a. Living Barbie, Margot Robbie's production company, will produce alongside uh, Julia Roberts' Red Ohm films and Aniston's Echo films. No other information about the, the cast, the plot, or release date has been <laughs> shared yet. What's the best body swap movie? Probably, well, body swap, because you, you did the old and young thing for a while there. The, yeah. uh, Vice versa. Vice versa. And, and, Walk like Friday. A, and Walk Like a Man both came out around the same time. And so did Big. And yeah. Big. But that's not body swap. That's, that's going yeah. back to young. But... I mean, the classic is Freaky Friday, right? Uh, and the one with uh, with Lindsay Lohan was actually was pretty done well. good. Yeah, she yeah. was good. I was surprised. The original one was uh, Jodie Foster. Does Does Face Off count as a body swap? Because they just yeah, yeah, sure. right. I yeah. think so. Change Up was one. You remember that? With, yes. Uh, Jason Bateman and uh, Ryan Reynolds. We always said that there should have been one called Be Switched, but that didn't happen. Uh, what was the one with Zac Efron? Uh, Seventeen again? Yeah. Yes. Was a horrible. He didn't swap bodies, though, right? No, nah, he, he just became young again. <laughs> the hot right. chick. <laughs> yeah, that was... The right. hot chick's actually pretty good. <laughs> yeah, really? It is, uh, actually. Uh, pretty good. Uh, uh, it's he, a movie. Yeah, Let's make it qualified as that. I chuckled a few times. All right. Yeah. 13 going on 30? Uh, that's that cute. Good. That's, that's a cute, movie. right? That's, that's what was a, the one, Dream a Little Dream, with Corey Feldman? Oh, my God. It's horrible. Oh, that was, was that a body, body swap, swap thing? I, I'm trying to remember. Jason, Jason Robards, Robards in is an old guy, and don't they switch? Oh, I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah you're right, Steve. Oh, no, wait. Uh, wait, with um, Dream a Little Dream was, uh, who was in that? Corey Feldman. Both, both the Corys. Uh, yeah, the Corys. No. A really hot girl. I can't remember her She's name. She's now married to Patton Oswalt. No, would you there, there was one with Robert Downey Jr., and it was a name of, of title of another song. Meredith Salinger. Where, where, where yeah. it was the title of another song where he... 
the the fiance dies and and his spirit goes into his friend or something like that. And it was it wasn't dream a little drum dream. It was it was a, a song title like that. The Crumb Bum. Nope. No. There was, oh, wait, there was one where uh, he was killed in a car accident, and it was it's like, a body swap. Uh, the dogs uh, was that? Oh, <laughs> oh any of the cruisers? No, no, no. Hang on, I, I might be mixing up two movies from the uh, mid eighties. Uh, <laughs> guy was huh. killed, and he was he was doing a drag race, and then he died, and then he came. I know, I know the movie you're talking about. You know any of the actors' case? Uh, I know the movie you're talking it's about. Not Eddie and the Cruisers. Right it now. was it was a '50s movie. Yeah, right. yeah. And, and it was actually wasn't bad. No, it wasn't bad at all. And for the life of me, I can't figure <laughs> that out. Mother effer. That's the name. <laughs> what about Jumanji? Would you consider that body swapping? Yeah. Okay. Because and I love now the, the, uh, the remake, not the original. Yeah, no, the remake with uh, Jack Black yeah. when he uh, <laughs> when because he's becomes he's the cheerleader. Yes. In Jack Black's body, it's pretty funny. Yeah, it is well done. All right, we could we could go we on do forever. It. We do it. But I have one more story one to mention. Entire episode. This is good news. The Last of Us will be getting a second season. HBO announced this on Friday. Um, oh, uh, by the way, going back, Nick just found the movie I was talking about. It's called Chances Are. Ah, there you go. And that was with Robert Downey Jr. All right. Anyway, uh, no details on when we can expect season two of The Last of Us or how many episodes it might be. HBO only accompanied the announcement with a brief video trailer. Uh, but we know that there will be more of the show to come. Uh, so far, people have really liked The Last of Us. And I, I don't know why, but it, this doesn't sound like much, Steve, but it says it brought 22% more, oh, more viewers, okay, from the series premiere to the episode. I thought they only held on to 22% of the viewers. <laughs> hey! the I'm like, that doesn't sound like much A quarter of the people are still watching. 22% more viewers from the series premiere uh, to episode two, which debuted... Um, uh, not yesterday, but last Sunday. And there's going to be nine episodes in the first season, so there's uh, quite a lot of show to go. It's fantastic. The episode <laughs> last night, I won't give anything away, it is a massive tearjerker. They take a sort of peripheral character from the game and give him a... Uh, 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 basically, the whole episode is, is him and what they encounter, and it's touching and... Uh, Heart-wrenching and all of that. I will uh, watch it today. Yes. Uh, it comes out on Sundays. Uh, since we're still early in season one, it's unclear where exactly season two might pick up. We don't yet know if the show will end at the same spot that the first game does. We have no idea. Right. I, I probably can't with, all, with what they need to cover. But it's funny, Preston, because Nick Offerman is a very dramatic role. He is playing this character. He's a good dramatic actor. He's really good. Yeah. Uh, we're ready for clips now. Diane Keaton has been on our screens for over 50 years in a variety of genres. And in this clip, she talks about the person who drew her into the rom-com genre and her latest film, Maybe I Do. I just really enjoy it. You know, I, I went to I went to acting school when I was young. The Neighborhood Playhouse with Sandy Meisner, who is like, you really did give me so much. And now, you know, these things happen in our lives. Sometimes we get lucky like that, you know, and sometimes you don't. And I, he was really the reason that I had the opportunity to start and begin to act in scenes. You suck my... Wow! Shut the f*** up, huh? I can't say that to Diane Keaton. <sighs> Maybe I do is out in theaters now. Here's the next clip. <laughs> this year, the original actors of MTV's Teen Wolf ah! re reunite for Teen Wolf the movie. 
In this clip, actor Tyler Posey discusses the process of reprising his television role for the film. Honestly, for me, uh, I was a little uh, scared coming back into it just because I was like, it's been a while since I've, one, done the character, but also really, I, I kind of took some time off and did some music stuff. And so I was like, do I still have the chops sure. to bring this character to life? And I don't, I don't want to, I don't think I want to see it. Uh, Team Wolf the movie is out now on Paramount. So he did some music stuff. Uh, what's that now? He says he did some music stuff. I'm sure we're all very familiar with the music stuff. Sure. Let's let him back to Teen Wolf. There you go. All right, and that's the entertainment report. By the way, uh, we found the movie that Casey was talking about, the 1950s right. guy dies in the in the drag race or, or in a game of chicken or whatever they were doing. It was called The Heavenly Kid. Uh, ah, yeah. The yeah. Heavenly yeah. Kid. It was not too bad. I remember that. And, um, and was Dream of Nick is the source of all information. Was Dream a Little Dream a body swap? It was, yes. Okay. And involving Jason Robards. All, all right, right, there we go. I did not know that. See what we've all learned today? <laughs> it's amazing. This is an educational program. Super Bowl prospect and this? And this. Does it get any better? What a Monday. I'm reminding you of the great work of Jason Robards. Yeah. All right. Uh, speaking of uh, Super Bowl, we're going to talk to our buddy Michael Barkan later this morning just to dive into all things, get his take on stuff and uh, what's coming up down the road. We also have a concert announcement that's going to mm. take place uh, later on in music news. So let's take a break, come back in a second, and we'll move forward. Forward momentum on this Monday morning. Hang out with us. Why don't you? The Preston and Steve Show proudly presents the Impractical Jokers Drive, 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 Drive Tour at Freedom Mortgage Pavilion, Friday, February 3rd. Impractical Jokers tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster. Get full details at WMMR.com. I want to thank uh, our friends at uh, Duncan again for uh, the tickets they gave us on Friday that uh, we were able to give away. Uh, to a winner for the NFC Championship game to see that route, that absolute shellacking. Oh, it was crazy. That took place yesterday, and uh, she had said she was going to send her son. She did, yes. She she sent a photo, and uh, it ended up on uh, yeah on social media. Donna Mucklow sent it, and uh, it was a really great shot. So uh, MMR's Twitter account retweeted it. Awesome. And uh, yeah, I mean, it's just good for them, man. Had yeah. a great time and a great game. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. Uh, Case was there. I was there. Marissa was there. She was there. Um, the rest of us were at home. Watching. Doing our thing there. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but how was uh, how was the, the in-person experience? And by the way, uh, call, man. What's yeah. going on? 215-263-WMMR. What you want to say? Did you make it through the night? Yeah. Yeah. I um, Listen, I got to say, like, uh, between this... Uh, game and the NFC Championship game back in, in 18, I thought the crowd in 18 was more electric than it was. It, it's I, I'm worried that we're, we're getting a little spoiled here as a fan base. No, I think what, I, and Mar- <laughs> I think Marissa sort of nailed it a little bit in, in that she said, we just went through a similar thing with the Phils. Yeah. I believe her exact words were, we're getting used to winning. <laughs> yeah. I don't want... I, but listen. I mean, it, that I think that does hold merit that we just went through a big explosion of energy and zeal over that. Right. And so, you know, but I mean, still, it was, when you saw the, the crowds at their height last yeah. night, I'm like, wow, this looks like Super Bowl That level. actually surprised me. That yeah. that number of people, because of everything you just said, because um, we didn't win the Super Bowl last night, we were going to the Super Bowl, yeah. and because the Phillies were just in the World Series, the amount of people that were in Center City partying and going nuts last night, to me, it's it was crazy. A, a little bit shocking, like yeah. that, that amount of people. Yeah, I, um... I, it was also, 
the the beginning of the game was like was weird. There was a lot of stoppage of play, and we didn't know what was going on. And there like were, there were weirdly unique things that were happening, right? Yeah, we didn't necessarily notice that Brock Purdy wasn't in the game when they put Johnson in. Like, and then and then I noticed that Johnson was leaving. Uh, at a certain point, and I was and the guy next to me. He was pretty drunk, but but not bad. And I was trying to tell him that uh, is it Josh Johnson or uh, was going to the tent. And he's like, "Yeah, man, he's been in the game for like the whole quarter." I'm like, "No, he's, he's out baby. now." Brock Purdy's. Been, he's like, "Yeah, Brock Purdy's been out for a little while now." I was like, "Dude, Brock, I know. I know. Why were you trying?" I was like, "Listen to me, Brock Purdy is is coming back." into the game because the other quarterback is out. He's like, oh, did he go, Brock? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I don't, want, I don't want to lampoon this guy because he actually was, was okay. He was having a good time. He was having a good time and he wasn't out of control. I thought the crowd was actually pretty in control. There was only one time where I noticed uh, a 49ers fan getting a little lambasted and that was in the bathroom, you know? Right. You know, it was sort to of a, a glory hole? <laughs> no. There was an a-hole chant that they were... That's what they call it these days. I got lambasted in the bathroom. <laughs> I don't even know who was lambasting me. That was the best part. Yeah, you don't it's know. It's all about anonymity. We probably weren't even attractive. Could it doesn't matter. Felt good. Boy. You know, yeah. Blue uh, Wade Preston last night, and I, in case I don't, I don't, you know, I don't religiously watch. You know, I do. Yes. But, um, the the whole thing with the football hitting the wire. We listen. Was crazy. I, at one point, I was actually so Preston, in line for the you're bathroom. What happened? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So the, right. So and, and, Casey, we, that many cameras. Well, they they, they caught it, but they could they couldn't see. There was an angle, but you couldn't see it hit yeah. the wire. You can't see the wire in those shots. Yeah, and you couldn't. And and the, the the shot was so far back that you couldn't see if the ball changed its trajectory after hitting the wire. I was actually in the concourse. I had gone to the bathroom and I was watching it on the TV while I was waiting in line for the bathroom. So, and, and it was between that and also there was a penalty on the play as well. Yeah. it took. Forever. Well, because the players were so adamant. Like, if you they watch it, the, sec- the second it supposedly <laughs> hit the wire, I mean, they were, and I think that's why yeah. it kind of... 49ers took- were like, I don't know. I didn't yeah. see anything. <laughs> right. I don't know what you're talking about. But I about. think that's why it maybe took so long, because they were like, Did- we got to see if this happened. Like, they uh. all saw it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so, when the uh, Cowboys built their new stadium, they had that giant jumbotron that sits in the middle of the field. And it was a little too low. And they had these issues where the ball was hitting the jumbotron. Oh, right, and, and if right. that happens, then you you, you got you to gotta play the down all over again. And so, That'd be infuriating. And it, well, it was a really bad... It was a real. It was a bad punt as a result. It gave the 49ers great field position, and ultimately, not not that drive, but I think it was the following drive. It ended up leading to their touchdown. So it actually did have an impact on the game, <laughs> only for a moment. <laughs> right? <laughs> for, for a, a moment, brief yeah. moment. Yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. exciting though. But again, it, it was great. It Are we did- ta- are we talking about that pass that wasn't, I mean, that uh, catch that wasn't really a catch? I was a catch. Or, okay. The same way the ball didn't hit the wire. Right, okay. Right. You know what I'm saying? Okay. <laughs> it was a catch because they ruled it a catch and we I kept just, going no on with it. No one's talking about it today. So like, it, I guess we're just not talking In the about specifics, it. so yeah, that, that was an amazing uh, um, catch. But, but it was a catch. In the broad scheme of these games as they play out. Yeah. And I assume this is what, and this is what people have said for throughout the history of televised sports. On the statistically, the amount of things that'll break in your favor that you probably don't deserve should break in the other team's favor as well. Well, right? I mean, <laughs> isn't so that he, the if, belief? If, if they rule that not a catch, then the Eagles end up. Uh, wait, was that a fourth down play? That was a fourth down. It play. It was, yeah. Oh, 
Uh, it was it was a, it was a it was a missed call that the Eagles it went the Eagles way. Uh, but the way that it happened was that uh, as soon as he made that catch or didn't, uh, Demonte Smith got up right away and they got to the line of scrimmage and they you know if you want to call it cheating or whatever they played the system the way that they yeah, played the sure. system and they kept what going and then they scored every a touchdown. Sport. But, yeah, then it it, but then the ball hit the wire. I, I felt like that that's where it evened it out. Sure. Yeah, uh, and we could have won a lot of times. People, <laughs> you know, like in in the game of football. You know, things tend to even out. You don't like, you don't want a uh, a, a ref or an umpire to <clears throat> dictate the outcome of a game. Like but in the Chiefs game? <laughs> like in the Chiefs game. Yeah. Uh, wait, which one was that? Well, the game last night. I mean, there were a lot of um, calls that were made by the referees that went against the Bengals. And so a lot of Bengals fans were, uh, I think, rightfully upset today. Yeah, that, that call at the end of the game, that was the right call. I mean, uh, Mahomes was hit. He was, you know, out of bounds and he was hit out of bounds. <laughs> And it put them into field goal range, and you know, and here we go. We have a Kelsey Super Bowl. What was it like for you there in uh, uh, you it was know, great. in the stadium? Yeah, you, you had that your, your best friend sitting next to you. <laughs> well, that guy was cool. The dude next to me, my friend Steve, he was great. Like everybody else around me was great, and even the drunk guy was great. I thought the vibe was the vibe was good. It was, it was really good. Vibe. It wasn't super electric. Um, and I think a lot of that had to do with the stop to play in the beginning of the game. You were uh, in the owner's box with Bradley uh, I was, Cooper, I was right? in the owner's box. <laughs> uh, the, dude, the weather was perfect. I mean, it drained, it, not perfect, but yeah. it rained just a little bit. Right. I wasn't overly cold or anything like that. We got there. We, we, we tailgated for a bunch. I actually went to, uh, Rob McElhenney's tailgate. Uh, he was, uh, he was down there for the game and he was in a lot like, uh, one of the K lots. Was and, he there? Uh, he was there. Wow. They right. had a Wrexham viewing party. Yes. Yeah. And Wrexham was winning. They were, because they were playing a, a team in the division up from them and they were winning 3 2 and then allowed a goal with like, I guess they were in like uh, the last seven minutes of the uh, of the match. So how mobbed was that over there? Actually, wasn't that bad. No kidding. No, it really wasn't that bad because it was closed off. The lady wasn't letting us through. I was like, no, nah, I know the guy over there. And she's like, no, nah, sure. I can't let you go. Sure, yeah, I, and, and I start, I'm like, yo, Jason. Jason! She's like, yeah, you can go. There's no Jason. <laughs> oh, seriously? Good for you. But actually, I did end up running into my do. friend Jason uh, a little bit later on. But did you talk to Rob at all? I did. For a moment, um, I did. And, then, and and he was nice enough to take a picture of my with my nephew and, and my friend oh, Steve. Oh, that's cool. And my buddy Steve's like, dude, if we go over there, he's like, will you ask him for a picture? I was like... Mm-hmm. I know. No. I'm like, no. Like... like I was like, I just have to feel the situation, yeah, now, yeah. right? Like, if he's there with hanging with all his friends, and he was, he was there, there with a bunch of his high school friends. I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to bug him. You know what I mean? But uh, I was showing my buddy something. Uh, There's a mural. Hey, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was showing my buddy that the, I'm on the mural because our buddy John Ladacker did this giant mural, and I'm in it. And as I was showing him that, I was maybe five yards away from Rob, and then he and I locked eyes, and I was like. <gasps> Hey, buddy. Yeah. No. And so we said hi, and then and then he let my friend take a picture with you. I think I'll let your friend take a picture with me. No, but I got in there. Anita Baker. You know why she sang the national anthem? Anita Baker was there. Yeah, I didn't she know sang, that. Yeah, okay. she sang the national anthem. I missed that because Jalen Hurts is a huge Anita Baker fan. I love okay. Anita Baker. Yeah. Jalen Hurts is just like me. Yeah, he is. You guys are you guys are virtually twins. Oh wow! Uh, and then we had the the flyover. Like, dude, yeah. It was everything you want. Everything you Well, we were worried because it was such a low ceiling because of the cloud coverage. We were like, are we going to get a flyover? <clears throat> they did have an eagle there. I think the eagle was a little ornery, so they were going to have the eagle fly across yeah. the field. But I think he was a little pissed about something. Not doing it. Yeah. Not doing it. <laughs> yeah. Uh-uh. Such a Sorry. Diva. 
Hey, I got to go, Jason. <laughs> Casey, you know what they did later in the broadcast was they, they showed um, the video footage from inside the cockpit of one of, of the pilots flying over. And yeah. cool. you, see the, you see the shots of Philadelphia, and as like they're getting closer to the link. It's just, it's a really cool thing to see, and I never, ever get tired of it. And yeah. did you guys see the drone show? Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. I did not. On Saturday no. night. Oh, oh, dude. There was, was an awesome. Eagles drone show over the art museum yeah. on Saturday night, dude. It was insane. I... When I saw it, I was like, "When did they do this on Sunday?" <laughs> because it was so great, and I was there. You know, it would have been awesome to have that after the show, after the uh, game on Sunday. But I guess they got to do that. Did we? Like, I didn't even know that was happening. Did they say that they yeah. were? Gonna yeah. do it? Oh, they did. They made some announcements after the game on Sunday. Yeah, they did it on Saturday night. It would have right. been great if they did it after the game on Sunday. But they don't know. They don't know if they're going to win or not. They're going to win or it not. It would have been like, yeah, people are going to be pissed. Yeah. 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 Uh, and now, ladies and gentlemen, a drone show. Uh, hang on. Uh, Jacob has a question. I think this will probably be pointed to you, Casey. Hi, Jacob. You're on the air. Good morning. Hey, hey, what? hey. What's, up? What's up, Jacob? Hey, Casey, boy. I got a question for you. So, right. I kind of go with you with the superstition. I've worn the same shirt every Sunday. The only time we've lost is when Jalen Hurts hasn't played. Or the one time I didn't wear the shirt. Okay, Good I mean, question. You think, can I keep that on? I feel you like you're. I, I, I feel like you're answering the question yourself. You know what to do. <laughs> Don't you know, well, you know I, what to I, do. I gotta, I gotta ask the master. You know. All yeah. right. What's your answer? Give My me, answer is wear the shirt. All right. But do me a well, favor. Don't, don't wash it. Don't All wash right? it. Don't and wash don't it. eat rice aroni. It's not. a San Francisco no. treat. <laughs> All right, thank you, Jacob. But now you can't thank have you. any barbecue. Thank you, man. Uh, Kansas City is known for barbecue. True. True. Yeah. Uh, if anybody has superstition questions for Casey, you can certainly call in and ask those questions. 215-263-WMMR. He'll be our, uh, our judge of all superstitions. He is uh, very yeah. effective. I know you shake your head at this, and I do as well, because I know deep down in my heart it has no bearing on anything, but... But it really does. But it really does. <laughs> but my superstition has gotten so bad that I actually had to wear the same thing on Saturday that I wore on Saturday last week as Casey. well. I told you I I, I did a, a fairly sizable breach of protocol because but I did feel comfortable. I started watching a big, the beginning of the game and I spent longer with the segments that I watched before I tuned away. Okay, so I was actually catching a good portion of the game. I was still tuning away. Yeah, but um, I, I I took a stab in in bucking tradition and it worked. And you guys know that the last two weeks uh, leading but up, I really did. The last two weeks leading up to the game, I drove to Phoenix. You guys remember that, right? So like now, so now you have I have to, to drive to Phoenix drive. next week. Yes, I know. crazy. I think you should. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely think you should. <laughs> um, so let me go to Marissa. Was going to say something, but now she's now on she's the, on the telephone. All right, I'm going to go to Drew. Hi, Drew. Good morning. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's up? He took it a step further. What's oh up, God. Drew? <laughs> All right, so with this this Skycam thing, not for nothing, but couldn't they have just watched the angle from that camera? Yeah, wouldn't it have been like shooken? Sure, you know, and, yeah, and, uh, and and you know, it would, it would have been indirect evidence, but I mean, it would have been evidence. You could have brought that into court at least, but, yeah. but and there was to Kathy's point, and you you saw this, uh, Drew. All the, uh, on the Eagle side, they all got up and pulled, like they they yeah. clearly had an angle yeah. where they could see that it had collided with the wire, uh, and they the they would time, never lie. Right? 
Yeah, yeah. Five minutes earlier. Yeah, yeah. I'm surprised that 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 sort of that sort of rigging doesn't get in the way more. You know, even well, it's it's only three wires, right? And and I I love watching that thing, and I actually love like because sometimes it's almost like like playing Where's Waldo. It's like, oh, where are the wires? Because sometimes because the wires blend in with the with the stadium so well, Mm -hmm. but. but I, that guy. I, I, I'm sorry. What, just where's Waldo? No, no, no. You said where's Waldo. I, I Thanks, heard Joe. a comedy riff last week of uh, the audiobook of Where's Waldo, and it was <laughs> guy wearing a hat, guy <laughs> in a purple shirt. <laughs> that entered my brain. Oh, that's funny. That's why I left. Um, okay. But I wonder if that, that camera is so steady that even if it hit the wire, possible, you, you wouldn't even tell. Yeah, you couldn't even uh, tell. Uh, who knows? Remains a mystery. Yeah. It will always remain a mystery. <laughs> All right, uh, let me hmm. go. Uh, that's a mystery. We got a Corey with a question for Casey. Hey, Corey, good morning. Hey, how you guys doing? Great. What's up, man? All right, so uh, I had my first kid in 2017. We all know how that turned out. Yeah, you know? yeah, good job. So I, I had another kid this year. Oh, well, then here we go. So, We're good. So do I... Uh, you got to keep having kids. <laughs> Yeah. Well, yeah, no, that's the thing. But do I do I submit a uh, request for like child support to Jeff Lurie or something? I, I think so. I think that's <laughs> yeah. only fair. Yeah, yeah. I, I think for for, you for know, like you know just, just a couple shirts, you know, just close my kids. <laughs> yeah. Something. What because, did, yeah. What did you name your kids? Uh, my first one's Carson. But hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. This next one better be Jalen. <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, his, his name's Lawrence. But you know what? We, we had these names picked out even before uh, Carson Wentz was drafted. Oh, wow. Okay, all right. Um, well, that was very prescient. So, yeah, yeah I, I mean, I'm not an Arizona fan, but I do like Carson Palmer uh, while he was playing. Like, he was really fun to, well, excuse me. He was really fun to watch. So, um you know, I thought that was a really good name, and then and then Wentz got drafted. It was just icing on the cake. Well, I have to ask you, uh, uh, Corey, if if uh, if uh, God forbid the scenario we don't want to happen happens, will you put this child up for adoption? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a really tough question. Yeah, I think about the city. Yeah, yeah. 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 What, yeah think what's best for the city? Rules, I mean, they might <laughs> your this second child might end up with loving parents in their next home. So just consider that. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Corey. Appreciate it. I think, uh, yeah, thanks. Thanks. Uh, somebody had texted in uh, KC since uh, KC is um, short for Kansas City that uh, you need to change your name for the next two weeks. Okay. That's I'm, true. Ooh. So think oh, about geez. that for a little bit. Okay. That's fine. I'm going to go to Alex. Hey, Alex. Good morning. Gadzooks. Gadzooks. What's up, Alex? So, yeah, here's the thing embarrassing, guys, but uh, I've had Nelson Aguilar jersey since we won the Super Bowl last time, and all my friends tell me to burn it because he can't catch worth a darn. So I'm wondering, what do you guys think? Should I get rid of it? Should I keep it? What's the deal? Case, what's the call on this? He's had it since the Super Bowl victory in 2017. No, 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 no. You hang on to that. You hang. Nelson Aguilar had a hand in, in, in that Super Bowl victory. Maybe you don't wear it uh, because he's not on our team anymore. No, should he wear it under something? Well, I'm sorry. Did you wear it during the last Super Bowl win? No, no, I got it after the Super Bowl oh. win. He's my favorite player, but I got it uh, right after, like that Christmas. So okay. it's, a, it's a game. T- would you consider it? I, I would. No, it's not Super Bowl game tested. So you know, but yeah, don't burn it. Don't burn it at all. All right, thanks, all right. Just, just he heat, it, heat it up in a crock yeah, pot. Yeah, don't just don't wear it on Super Bowl Sunday. All right, Casey has Simple spoken. Set. All right, we'll go next to PJ. PJ, good morning. Good morning. You guys work. Oh, <laughs> you work, sir. What's up, man? Uh, I got an important one for Casey here. First, uh, I just want to let you know I got a, a one month old at home, and his name is Casey. Just after you. Casey. Oh, oh that's you. awesome. 
Um, but I got, my wife got me a Kelly Green uh, crew neck sweatshirt for Christmas. And it arrived in the mail the same day that I sent her the ad for it. And uh, so it's got like a, she had already ordered it before I even saw it and wanted it. So it's got like this special charm to it. But all season I've rotated between uh, a couple different jerseys and sweatshirts. Most lately since Christmas, it's been this Kelly Green or a uh, Hertz jersey. I don't know which one to wear for the Super Bowl. Nice. I wore the Hurts jersey yesterday, but I wore the uh, Kelly Green sweatshirt during the Giants game. He has a lot of variables at work here, Casey. Okay, so, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. you, you um, they both work. They both work. So just either of those two are okay, the Kelly Green or the Hurts jersey. That's Those are your only two choices I have spoken. I, I got I to know which one would you wear. Well, great question. Take your pick, whichever one you want. He can't yeah. wear, can he wear them together? You know what? Okay, this is what we're going to do. Since you were alternating, since you wore a different jersey last week, mm. and then uh, the the or a different uh, shirt last week, and Jalen Hurts this week. Next Sunday, you, you hear me out here. Next Sunday, you have to wear what you wore for the Giants game. Okay, okay. and then the following Sunday will be the Hurts jersey. Okay, do you know that what makes I'm Casey has spoken. Casey has spoken. <laughs> uh, let's go next to Colin. Hey, Colin, good morning. Hi, Grandma. Hey, Hi, Grandma. What's up, Colin? Uh, guys, I, I'm a little, I'm not superstitious. I'm just a little stitious. Yeah, and, no, I'm pretty, um, I'm very stitious. I, I have this mustache going on. You know, I, I definitely won't shave it. Okay. But yeah. I'm getting a lot of I'm getting a lot of slack at, um, at work. And do you think I am in the the grounds of a workplace complaint? Mm. Um. Unless you work at a business that shaves mustaches professionally, right? I don't no, think let that. Me tell that you, let me tell you this: the mustache is ugly. It is bad. It's very bad. Well, as, I would say, in case I don't mean to jump into your territory, ask your coworkers why are they so committed to having you. Shave your mustache and have the Eagles lose the Super Bowl. Do not ask your co coworkers anything. Do not. You don't have to. You don't owe them anything. Keep the mustache. Thank you so much. I'll go Sorry. one further. There, this is okay. Colin needs to get a a lock. Yeah. During the height of the business day, while they're all in there. Lock the door yeah. and burn that place. Set it on fire <laughs> for what they were willing to do. Okay. Uh, Ray has a very interesting, superstitious question. Hi, Ray. Morning. Good morning. What's up, Ray? Oh, no, let's go, birds. Go, go birds. birds. Go, birds. What's up? Hey. Okay, so this is really odd. But earlier in the season, uh, the Eagles weren't doing too well. We were, like, really uh, and I was anxious, so I grew up. My wife doesn't watch football. But I ended up uh, giving her a little honk honk just out of orneriness. Eagles scored. I so did you, it again. So you reach over, you grab her boob, and they score. Yes. Okay. I, there's, uh, up, there's only one obvious here. Um, you need to allow all your friends to do the same thing. Yep. <laughs> so we ensure a oh. route. Okay. Okay. I will tell her you guys said that. <laughs> Case, what do you think? It, it's, well, is uh, Ray, before honking I... or motorboating, is that legitimate? Uh, well, <laughs> is that science? We haven't tried that. With the Super Bowl, I think we might have to. But no joke. Yesterday, I got ornery. I had a couple shots. <laughs> I went up, did it. Brock Party goes out. Oh, okay. Real wow. quick, Ray, uh, did she seem to mind? No. Okay, she is then honk away. 
Punk away. Casey has spoken. Oh, All right. Quick, quick observation. We're watching the footage of this drone presentation. Uh, it's unfreaking real. It's unreal. It almost looks like it's not like yeah, like it's added in after the yeah. fact that the bird can flap its wings. The eagle. That's yeah. in, uh, insane. All right. Uh, Gene has a serious uh, right. dilemma. He All says right. here. Hi, Gene. Good morning. Good morning, Preston. Hey, good morning, sir. What's up, bud? I've been wearing the same shirt all year when they won. It's a black shirt. It says, Go Burts. All right. We got the close to Clinton, a throwout by Roger Worski, old jersey. They lost. I wore it again the next week. They lost. Went back to the black shirt. Haven't lost yet. But five years ago, I wore the Jaworski jersey when they won the Super Bowl. Okay, here's the deal, Gene. It's not five years ago. It's this year, and I feel like you've already answered your own question. Gene, hang on to the black shirt. Right, Wear the Jaworski on. jersey to the Super Bowl parade. Ah! There you go. Hold on to her. All right. Yeah. You, yep, my yep. daughter's hosting the same place that I wore the Jaworski jersey. We're having a party at the same house, not where I was all season. It's a new day. It's a new year, yep. new team. Save Forget it. the Jaworski jersey. He says, "Save it for the save it for the parade." I probably spring spill some wing sauce on it anyway. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, that think is, about that. It only makes right, it Gene, more powerful. Your question has been answered. All right, um, and then uh, we'll we'll see if we can get a couple more. And then we got to take a break. Hi, right, Joe. You're on the air, buddy. Good morning, guys. How are you? Great. How you doing, man? Uh, Casey, I am very very superstitious. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I do the same thing every day, every game for the Eagles. I got the great same green shirt or same gray shirt I wear. Watch over the couch. Only two times I didn't wear it, they lost. I wasn't home, couldn't do it. It was like two games. Uh, mustache man wore it. Mm. My question to you is, what do I do? I got invited to a Super Bowl party this next week. You know, Super Bowl. What do I do? I sat in the same spot every week. I don't know what to do. Yeah, this is interesting. What's your take on this? All right, so my take is this. Uh, the, the Super Bowl party, for me, it's all about, have you been with those people for for a victory in the past? Well, no. That, going back to the Phillies games, uh, the Phillies World Series, I was uh, you know sitting on my couch. I gave in to the World Series game, and they lost. Um, but I didn't wear the Eagles jersey. But I sat in the same spot on my couch, watched the Phillies games. They won. They won. You know, pitched out the CS. Who were you but, with? Who were you with on in 2018? We need a list. 2018, when they won the Super Bowl, I was by myself when they won, wearing the same gray Eagles T-shirt. Joe, did I you took, enjoy yourself that night? Uh, I took my took my kids and ran to uh, ran. I don't live in Philly, but I ran to the little area where they were celebrating setting up fireworks. And I did it, I did it my way. So you had a good time. Yeah, Joe. You know what? Hang with your kids. Hang by yourself. I have spoken. By the way, I need to find the guy who did the uh, Eagles logo on my front lawn uh, because I need that done. And I need uh, Father uh, Steve to come and bless the uh, the Eagles logo oh, on you, my you, lawn again. You took every every precaution and yep. history has yep. proven you correct. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so you, you don't need, remember who painted it? We need to find that person? Yeah, I got I got It's probably in my... Probably in my uh, contact somewhere or in my email somewhere. Decorative lawn mowing services. But that guy, man, I'll tell you what. He uh, he was doing it for free for his friends. He really should charge. Yes, I don't know how much you would charge for that because it's 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 they were all stenciled out, so it's not like it's a ton a ton of work. It is pretty meticulous, but like, dude, how much would you pay for that? Well, fuck a million dollars. I would pay a million (laughs) dollars. 
I mean, if you did like a hundred bucks, hundred million dollars, hundred million dollars. One last call. Uh, I'm going to go to Jen. Hi, Jen. Good morning. Good morning, guys. In honor of former intern Kyle Eckel. Stella. 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 All right, Jen. Uh, Stella. <laughs> What's your question to Casey, the, the stupid station king? So the superstition king, first of all, when I take my dog for a walk, he always wears a sweatshirt. He never wears an opposing color sweatshirt. So he will not be wearing any red sweatshirts for the next two weeks. Very nice. Okay. My next question, Casey, a brand new Caribbean barbecue place opened up within the last six months. I've been wanting to try it. Okay. I was thinking about trying it maybe for the Pro Bowl, but now that now that Kansas City's in the Super Bowl, they're known for no barbecue. No, what do I do? Don't know. You've never tried it before. What are you crazy? What are you, are you <laughs> Listen, out of your I mind? Tried- it's Caribbean, Caribbean barbecue. Listen, you've got two weeks to try it. Kansas before. City is known for Caribbean barbecue. Yeah, the only the only barbecue. It's the that Caribbean is, of the Midwest. Sorry, <laughs> it's the Caribbean of the yeah. Midwest. Mm-hmm. Now, the only barbecue in my mind that's uh, that's okay to try in the next two weeks is Wilson's. Casey has spoken. And by the way, Caribbean Queen is about a woman who lives in Kansas City. Yeah. It is? Yeah, yeah. I had no idea. Oh, she was a prostitute. That's, That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. actually, let's okay. find out. Uh, yeah, I think I know it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Billy Ocean? It's yeah. Billy Ocean. Where's he yeah. from? I don't know why. He's from what Kansas City. He might be from Kansas City. What if he was from Missouri? Uh, I don't know. Crazy. Uh, by the way, we had Chris Porter by here last week. He's from Kansas City. He is. Yeah. That Ooh. wasn't bad cricket. No, it wasn't. Well, we weren't playing Kansas City. I, I so, know, yeah, but... Yeah. Yeah. Do we need to put a hit out on him? <laughs> <I> th- <laughs> no. We're going to be okay. We really like him. Billy Ocean's from Trinidad and Tobago. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so everything's going to be just fine. Everything's going to be just fine. Where did I get, yeah. did I get Every- Kansas City? <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Well, anyhow, thank you. Know, you know, he played there once. The, yeah. He actually went to Kansas City. <laughs> thank you for the uh, the questions uh, to Casey. He, is, uh, he knows all in that world of superstition and uh, can dispense hey, proper advice. Kathy even got superstitious. She did. Yeah. I did a little bit. I know. Yeah. Refused to wear a jersey that was not tested. Mm. I appreciate that, Kathy. You're welcome. <laughs> I was like, I'm sta- standing in my closet. I'm like, am I doing this? I'm like, yep, I'm doing this. Okay, yeah. I'm not going to wear it. <laughs> All right, well, listen, let us take a break and come back in a second because we got some bizarre file stories I think you're going to enjoy. We'll talk. To, we'll do more Eagles chat. Yeah. Uh, Michael Barkan's going to be joining us around 9 o'clock or so. Stay there. We'll be back in a minute. Greetings, good citizens. Weekdays around 2.15, we drop the needle on the final cut. The strangest spectacle on snow is back. Preston and Steve's Cardboard Classic, Friday, March 3rd, at Scranton's Montage Mountain, with thousands up for grabs and cash prizes. Select registration and complete details at WMMR.com. Come for the cardboard and stay for the Mountain Fest. Two days of live music, Mountainside. Friday night, it's Everclear. Saturday starts with some pond skimming, then ramps up with an explosive double bill. Lit. And fuel. Cap off the day with a fireworks show on the snow. Join us for a kickin' weekend at Montage. Preston and Steve's Cardboard Classic and Mountain Fest. Details at WMMR.com from 93.3 WMMR. 
Everyone loves a smart investment, and there is no better place to put your money right now than in your home. And Window Nation has the perfect offer for anyone with a home at least 20 years old. Protect and increase the value of your home and energy efficiency by installing new windows from Window Nation. Window Nation is making it insanely easy to do so with 0% interest for five years. Plus, Window Nation will give you two windows free with every two you purchase. 866-90-NATION or go to windownation.com and tell them Preston and Steve sent you. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Everything that rocks. All right, I got some bizarre file stories. Let's go. Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Files. All right, these here stories are brought to you by your friends at Pro Team Collision. You shouldn't be good at getting into an accident, but if you do, your friends at Pro Team Collision are there to help with all of your auto body repair needs. You can visit Pro Team Collision. Dot com. All right, we're going to start off with one that's over the top. Oh, a boy. diver has been decapitated by a great white shark and waters off the coast of Mexico in front of shocked fishermen. Manuel Lopez was diving for mollusks off of San Jose Beach on the west coast of Mexico when he was attacked by the shark. Uh, Mr. Lopez, in his 50s, had his head separated from his body by the 19-foot-long shark. Well, at least he'll have a story to tell. Uh, Fisherman Jose Bernal uh, said that Mr. Lopez was diving when the animal attacked him, ripping off his head and biting both shoulders. Well, you never hear of an attack like that. No, Mr. Lopez had been diving at a depth of about 60 feet to gather axe tripe, a scallop-like mollusk, Ugh. at the bottom of the ocean when the shark struck. Mr. Bernal said that uh, several sharks had been spotted in the waters in the days leading up to the attack, adding that the fishermen had been looking out for the animals. Uh, he had said local divers had been warned about the presence of sharks in the area, and most ha- had not been out for several days, he said. Boy, that's one warning I would, ta- I would take right up. Uh, some people had been refraining from entering the waters due to the shark sightings, but the seafood shortage prompted demand to rise in the area, leading to Mr. Lopez's decision to die. Horrible. Dude bit the top part of him off. That is messed up. All right, something a little bit lighter. A 34-year-old man had to be hospitalized, uh, excuse me, hospitalized, after eating a banana wrapped in a condom in a fit of rage. What? Which resulted in a serious bowel blockage. Oh, yeah? Well, I'm going to eat this banana in a condom. A case study describing his banana's contraceptive calamity deemed to be the world's first case of its kind. A bizarre case came to light after the unidentified patient had reported to the hospital after experiencing abdominal pain, nausea, and vomiting. Meanwhile, he wasn't able to tolerate any food or drink and hadn't had a bowel movement for over 24 hours. When was the last time you ate? Oh, yesterday I had a banana and a condom. Doctors performed a, a CT scan which revealed that the uh, man had a condom-wrapped banana obstructing his small intestine. Uh, the patient, who reportedly had a history of depression, uh, <laughs> copped to swallowing the prophylactic fruit in a fit of, quote, hormonal rage. Hey, um, you didn't want to get pregnant. I'm so mad I'm going to eat this banana. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right the condom. 
Uh, the inadvertent fruit mule was subsequently rushed into surgery where doctors were able to remove the plantain from his poop chute. Uh, accompanying photos. Using a little technical jargon here. Uh, snapped post-extraction showed the contraceptive swaddled bruised fruit next to a pair of surgical scissors. Uh, the man was discharged three days after removal, whereupon uh, he rediscovered the point where he could eat poop without issue. How the hell? I mean, to get that all the way down seems almost impossible. Uh, two weeks after the operation, he was tolerating low-fiber diet with uh, without nausea and vomiting, and he had returned to normal bowel movements and his pain was well controlled. So I was going to say that he shoved it up there, but they found it in his small intestine. That's pretty damn yeah. far. So, uh, yeah, and I don't well, know why. your choice. It's, everyone has a specific way they like to bring bananas and condoms into their body. It's true. It's your yeah. own choice. It's man. your choice. You this have is two America, Jack. Yeah. All right, and a man accused of, this is messed up. This is uh, uh, scary as hell. A man accused of torturing a woman that he held captive in Oregon and who was convicted in Nevada of keeping another woman in captivity, is barely using dating apps to find people who can help him avoid the police or to find new victims. And he's still out there. What? There you go. Uh, so Benjamin Obadiah Foster is the subject of an intensive round-the-clock search by police after a woman was found unconscious, bound and near death. On Tuesday, she was hospitalized in critical condition. On Thursday night, police uh, raided a property where they seized Foster's car and arrested a 68-year-old woman for hindering prosecution. Foster managed to escape. Authorities provided no other details, but the area is thickly forested and mountainous. Uh, The arrested woman, Tina Marie Jones, had followed Foster in a vehicle earlier Thursday as he drove to a remote location in Wolf Creek, then intentionally drove his Nissan Sentra over an embankment. Jones then gave Foster a ride to the property that was raided Thursday night where Foster had been hiding while police searched for him. Police said that Foster is actively using online dating applications to contact unsuspecting individuals who may be lured into assisting uh, the sus- with the suspect's escape or potentially as additional victims. Uh, in 2019, before he moved to Oregon, he had... Uh, he held his then-girlfriend captive inside her Las Vegas apartment for two weeks. He initially was charged with five felonies, including assault and battery. Faced decades in prison upon conviction, but in August 2021, he reached a deal with prosecutors allowed him to plead guilty to one felony count of battery and a misdemeanor count of battery consist, uh, constituting domestic violence. A judge uh, sentenced him up to two and a half years. The 729 days he had spent in jail awaiting trial were factored into his punishment, leaving Foster with fewer than $200. For keeping someone in prison for two weeks? Yeah, totally. And then Foster's girlfriend suffered. She had suffered broken ribs, black eyes, a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, and uh, she was forced to eat lye and was choked to the point of unconsciousness. This crazy stuff happened. Uh, and he Dude, was should be in jail. And he was out of uh, of custody at the time on a suspended jail sentence as well. This dude, I, I don't know how he has remained out. But he has, and they are now trying to find him again. Well, they're waiting for that epiphany where he goes, I've been really bad. Uh Messed up. I've been so bad. A 27-year-old man was arrested Friday night after breaking into a home, filling up the bathtub, and then taking a bath with all of his clothes on. (laughs) According to the Seattle Police... Do you have any Calgon? Uh, Police Department officers received reports of the burglary around 7.15 p.m. A woman... Reportedly returned home to find one of her windows smashed and a man inside. She mm-hmm. remained outside and called 911. I could really go for a bath bomb. Police arrived and after getting no response from anyone inside, began searching the home. The man was found in the bathroom, clothed but very wet, and the bathtub was full of water. 
The suspect declined to provide any exp- explanation for the burglary. There's room in here for two. He was booked into the county jail for residential burglary, and police dubbed the suspect a bathtub <laughs> burglarer. And then we'll do one more story, and we will wrap it up. Let's go with this one. A man was arrested for attempted murder and attempted assault after he allegedly intentionally drove into the Grand Junction Police Department Wednesday afternoon. Mm. I mean, like, into the building. Right. Uh, Nathan David Chacon is uh, accused of purposely driving his Silverado, his silver 2007 Chevrolet Silverado into the lobby. The truck crashed through the front door of the lobby, came to arrest after it collided with a retaining wall that divides uh, employees from the public lobby. Someone's a Terminator fan. A video of this shows uh, Chacon exiting the truck after the crash and laying on the floor before being taken into custody. And by the way, there had been at least 90 calls for service involving this guy over the past few years. Was he looking for Sarah Connor? The document states that he would often report strange happenings that had been unfounded. Oh, oh boy. In the days leading up to the crash, deputies noted a pattern that Nathan was becoming frustrated with deputies as he would hang up on them and swear at them over the phone. (laughs) Wednesday morning, he left his house, began driving uh, out of the Grand Junction area when he realized that he was being followed by several cars and uh, he told investigators he became paranoid, began making erratic turns and turning down streets in order to avoid these vehicles. He eventually drove into the Grand Junction Police Department. He told investigators he didn't want to be killed, so he chose to drive into the lobby. Yeah. Sometimes you have to take extreme measures to avoid the people who are following you. The investigator said, as Nathan told me this, he advised that he knew it was dumb, but he knew it's what he needed to do in order to be heard. Uh, he's being booked for attempted murder in the first degree for doing that, by the way. 90 calls. Yep, and there you go. That is what I have in the Bizarre File for you this morning. All right, uh, we got something for you, gang. Uh, obviously, with the victory yesterday, um, you may be looking for something to commemorate that. Yes. And have forever amongst your collection of awesome memorabilia and keepsakes and things like that uh, concerning the team. We actually spoke to this guy five years ago. I know, so I guess that's a good sign. It is. We're going to talk to him again. He is the, pre- the executive vice president of the Highland Mint. And this is uh, Vince Bobot, who's hey, on the show this morning. Hey, hey Vince, good morning. Good, good morning. I'm glad to be back again. Yeah, it's a, it's a good feeling for us to have you back on. Uh, and uh, the reason being is because you have access to something that is pretty awesome, right? Absolutely. Yeah, for the 29th consecutive year, we are honored to provide the NFL with the official Super Bowl flip coin. So, as we like to say, the game doesn't start without us. Right. So, right. this is a... Uh, so this, this is this, this is the actual ahead, the, the coin toss coin. This is this is a replica of what will be used at the Super Bowl, right? Yep, that's what the referee and the captains are going to take over, are going to get together at center at center field and do the coin toss and determine who starts the game, who will kick off, who will receive. So it's really unique because it's part of the game, and you know it's available to your to to, to all the fans also. Okay. So, so so these have become very popular. Um, you know, it's it's funny because they make such a huge. Over the years, it was okay, we're going to get this out of the way. And then it be, has become this huge thing with a, a tremendous amount of focus on it. Uh, I assume these things appreciate over time because, you know, depending on, uh, you know, the Super Bowl and if there's something extra attached to a particular Super Bowl, they can, uh, they can certainly, um, you know, raise the value of it. How, how quickly will something like this appreciate in value? 
Well, you know, we never sell anything or we never say anything's going to appreciate and value. It's all in the eye of the beholder. But I can tell you that these sell out and they're no longer available. Okay. So we hear from a lot of collectors, people calling us up asking, how can I get my Super Bowl 52 flip coin, for instance, which is no longer available, Mm -hmm. especially with Eagles fans. Those things go right away. <laughs> right. All right. And so, so you guys make a limited amount of them and, uh, and they're available for, you know, a limited time. So people need to jump on this if they're going to get them. Yeah. Yeah. So this coin is, you know, it's, it's a beautiful coin also. It's, it's minted and plated with fine silver and then selectively plated with 24 karat gold, creating a two tone combination, just like your, the Super Bowl 52 one. Uh, the design changes every year, obviously. So this coin is designed by the NFL. It features, uh, the Super Bowl 57 logo with the commissioner's <laughs> signature on one side, and on the other side, you have the Chiefs and Eagles dueling logos. It's pretty cool. And uh, there's only 10,000 that are going to be minted. So it's a limited edition of 10,000. Coin number one will be used for the coin toss, and the remainder are available to all NFL fans. So to preserve, uh, to, to, and, and they can get it to flip along with the referee. So, <laughs> so you can play right at home, just like you're in the Super Bowl. But so number right. one, number one is the one that is actually going to be used at the game, and then number two begins the number uh, and all the way through of the ones people can buy who are fans. Exactly. All right, exactly. that's pretty cool. And Vince, I assume these are authenticated, right? Yeah. So each one actually comes; it's officially licensed. Everything comes with a certificate of authenticity. Actually, each coin is individually struck with a serial number. Then it comes with a certificate of authenticity that's numbered like the coin, and each coin's delivered in a a nice four by six booklet. It's only used for this product. It's uh, you know the NFL really gets into it. They design the coin. Mm. Uh, the networks get into it. So it's really a it, it's a big deal. It's part of the game. Nice. I think that's why it's such a popular item. All right, and how much are they, and how do we get them, Vince? So they're only ninety nine dollars, and um, you know you could. Get them now, and we'll get it to you before the game by calling us at 888-560-2727. That's 888-560-2727. Or you can order online at, once you know it, sbflip.com. So that's S as in super, B as in bold, F-L-I-P.com. Now that's easy to remember. I like that. And as you said, they're expected to sell out quickly. Yes, yes, absolutely. We have two great fan bases here. And, you know, the interesting thing with this is that it's not just the fan bases of uh, these teams that are going to the Super Bowl, but uh, NFL fans in general collect these on a regular basis. So uh, I expect them to go quickly. Nice. All right. Well, Vince, we'll point people in that direction. SBflip.com or 888-560-2727. And Vince gave us one to give away, which is pretty awesome. So we're going to do that in a moment. All right, Vince, we'll put the word out, and we appreciate it once again. All right, thanks, Ben. Thank you very much. All right, take care. Vince Bobot, there you go. So we should give one of these away right now. What do you say we take caller number (laughs) 57? Oh. 215-263-WMMR. We're going to have to cycle through a whole phone. bunch of phone calls. Who's on the phones today? I know, Eric is. <laughs> but I looked down at the number and I'm like, yeah, we got to go with that. Yes. Right? Yeah. All right, so caller number 57 at 215-263-WMMR. You get the official replica of the coin that will be flipped at the start of the Super Bowl, of which your Eagles will Woo! be in. It's awesome. All right, so get on it. Give us a call right now. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in a moment. Michael Barkan. We'll be joining us in a little bit. Stay put. 
Preston and Steve. Their name is their address on on the web, PrestonandSteve.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Fly, Eagles, fly, on the road to victory. Fly, Eagles, fly, go and touch down, one, two, three. In a low, in a high, in one. Miss his calling. Yeah. I mean, really, uh, to be honest, I, I know he's he's destined for even bigger things. <laughs> singing might be one of them. We didn't know how bad it was <laughs> at the game. I, I didn't realize how bad he was singing until I, I got home and I watched the. Uh, I said on TV, I was like, oh, oh, he's terrible. It's one. <laughs> the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Ninety-three-three WMMR. Everything that rocks. By the way, we have absolutely no room to talk after uh, singing "Happy Birthday" all those years ago oh, yeah. Yeah, at yeah. Uh, the MMRBQ. Yeah. As far as singing in front of thousands of people goes, Do we have that. Yeah, yeah somewhere. Yeah, we. I, I think oh, you have it on your side, case. But it was. Uh, yeah, when when you have the microphone and it's time to start singing, and you're not a singer. Uh, just things can happen like uh, like this, right? Yeah. Happy birthday <laughs> to you. Happy birthday. I just stopped. I'm like, oh my god, I forgot the I forgot the words. Happy birthday. <laughs> That's when I used to get hammered at the MMR with you. Oh, back in the little Absolutely. days. The good old days. <laughs> the thing is, Terry Bradshaw leading into the, the Jalen Hurts thing. You know, no one. No one was planning on doing that. And right. so he goes, you know, this is the most singingest city in the country. Well, yeah. All right. Yeah. I guess that's what you think. And so, you know, he, he's, he's there. He's like, man, I, I just played the game. Do I really have to perform? <laughs> yeah. sing now. And yeah. by the way, our buddy Jake, uh, who works at uh, Fox Sports, he ended up playing uh, The Roots for us. Oh, uh, nice. And then he also played Hall Notes. He did some Hall Notes. Okay, right. I was listening to a little bit, and I picked up on a couple of things. I didn't hear the G Love that he had mentioned he might do. I didn't. I didn't hear any G Love. And the Hooters, I guess he passed on that, right? Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. he did as well. There were some other soul sounds though, like um, yes, uh, some Philly soul sounds. Not it wasn't um, Love Train, but maybe Soul Train. Uh, uh, there were some anyway. Some Philadelphia soul sounds coming out. Yeah, I cannot remember. Right. And then the other cool thing is, I mean, the Sixers had a huge win on Saturday, and it was really great because at the end of the game. Uh, they handed Joel Embiid his his child, and he and he and he had his child, and he took him through the uh, through the locker room, and then he ended up taking him to the game yesterday as well. Kevin Hart, posted, yeah, posted a picture <laughs> the of shot him. of him with Kevin Hart. Son at the game <laughs> is hilarious. It's remarkable to me that they are both men. Yeah, you know yeah. they're the same, the same species. Yeah, uh-huh. and, and and Kevin Hart is quite literally half the size of Joel Embiid. Well, yeah. I was thinking about the other day, Nick. Imagine if you worked at like like for example, my my cats. I am I am a titan moving through the house. I am a, a monster. It, these are again same species as you say, yet there's just a ridiculous size difference. Well, I looked up Kevin Hart's height after I saw this picture last night, and he is an inch taller than me. He five five something like that. Uh, he is five four. Five four. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. You're five. You're just five three. I'm five three. I was yeah. thinking you're taller. I always thought you were taller. Than yeah. It's so funny. Every, like uh, everyone says that to me. Well, but... we have Marissa here. So yeah. Right. That's I, the, I'm the like a giant. Yeah. <laughs> taller than that. How's it weather down there? By the way, watching your uh, dancing video oh. over yeah. the weekend, Kathy. Too. Let's hear it for the boy. Was quite enjoyable. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, those who haven't seen that, we posted that on uh, on Instagram. And then did somebody turn the radio on and it was playing? Yeah. Yeah, I was. It was on Ben FM. I was. I, I bought Our sushi the other night, and and I turned on the radio. And as I was leaving the parking lot, I had the radio on on Ben FM. I took video of it because it was cracking me up because I just watched the Kathy video not that long ago, and so I sent that to all you guys. And on top of all of it, I went to Quizzo on Friday night. And they, there's a music round, and let's hear it for the boy. It was oh, one God. of the selections in Quizzo on Friday night, and I got the song and the artist because of our interaction on Friday morning. All because Denise Williams lost her house. That's right. Right. Denise, it was it's a new not, story. It's not even the actual Denise Williams who was the Spelled singer of that song. Yes. But yeah. I went, we, looked, we were talking about Denise Williams on Friday uh, Friday morning. I was like, I know her name, and I know how to spell it. And so I won Quizzo on Friday night. And Nick, I was listening to it at the same time you were, because when you texted, I was still in the car, and we were all singing it in the car. That's hilarious. Oh, I got to get out the Quizzo so with you, dude. Yeah, uh, that's uh, twice that we've won, and uh, wow. I'm fairly impressed by it. How many people on your team? Oh, it's just me and Andrea. What? Yeah, so um, what? Uh, she does well in the music round, and I uh, got one right in the music round. Denise, Denise Williams. Williams. Denise Williams. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we go to uh, Christopher's every uh, Friday night and, and participate in Quizzo. Um, and there, uh, just uh, are we talking about something else here? Or can We're I tell going to, but go ahead. It was, it was an interesting yeah. quick story because um, uh, it's mostly people um, 30s and 40s there, right? And some right. older, some younger, or whatever. A group of teenage boys came in. And it's a bar, but it's also a restaurant. Right. And so uh, they were able to come in. Number one rule of Quizzo, in case you've hosted before, number oh, yeah. one rule... No cell phones. No cell phones. So these yeah. these boys sit down. There's five of them, I think, at the table. And they're probably late teens, maybe early 20s. I right? can't quite tell. But I, I'm thinking like uh, early college. And uh, Big Mike, who's the host, uh, reiterates no cell phones. And these boys cannot stop looking at their cell phones. And we're playing. And he says, so he stops around and he says, hey, boys, listen, you want to be on your cell phones? That's totally fine. You're not allowed to play Quizzo. And so they they you put hear me? well listen <laughs> yeah. you know it's not People even take like it serious yes. Yes. but they yeah. weren't even Steve they weren't even cheating they oh. just are addicted to their right. cell phones they can't break can't break the habit they're looking at Snapchat or Instagram right. or whatever the hell else right so or so, Kathy's dancing video perhaps yeah, yes, probably, big yeah. Kathy Romano fans so they they put the cell phones down and <laughs> Big Mike asks one more question and another kid picks it up again <laughs> he, he, and so now his teammates are like you got to put the phone down you have what to put that? the phone down right. So um, they they finish that round without looking Shut at the, the <laughs> kind of like that. Like yeah. Big Mike sort of treats it like Mark Summers yeah. treats it at, at uh, Dunkeldare. So they they finish up that round, and uh, they I, I'm watching them because we're two tables over, and I'm watching these boys, and they have a little conversation, and they get up and they leave. They they're done. Yeah, and everybody in the bar starts booing oh, them. No. Oh. So these kids, these poor kids are walking out, and I was like. Boosh. Wow. But it was it was remarkable to me that they were so addicted to their phones that even for just a round, like you can look at your phones in between rounds, right. they could not put their phones down for <laughs> extended period of time. Yeah, the screen time is, is high yeah. in, in that age bracket. It's yeah. it, 100% addicted. Yeah, yeah, it's too bad, yeah, man. It's a shame. Mm. But anyway, we want Quizzo, so it's all worth it. Good for you. you go. yeah. Good for you Show guys. those bastards out of there. That's right.
Hey, I wanted to point out real quick that uh, Jared Blavitt's funeral was uh, over the weekend. Yeah, Saturday. And uh, apparently, I'm reading a story about how things went. It uh, the line was uh, stretched around the block at the yep. Basilica. Yeah, loads of people were there. And uh, according to the article I read, it was probably the only funeral at which Disco Inferno was played. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> Piped through the speakers, speakers as uh, people waited to go in, and uh, Dion Warwick uh, eulogized. That's, uh, which that's is a heavy hitter. Wonderful. Yeah, uh, yeah. He had first met her in 1962. Uh, she had said uh, he knew from the beginning and told me, "You know what, my uh, my Nubian queen," he said to her. <laughs> You were going to be a star. And it was a joy knowing that uh, Jerry Blavitt made me who I am, she said. That's high praise. It's very high praise. Um, uh, city rep uh, Sheila Hess uh, read a letter from uh, Ed Rendell. I know Sheila. Uh, and uh, Sydney and Caroline Kimmel couldn't make it, but they had uh, Jim Gardner read their eulogy that they had written. Uh, and uh, the Kimmels wrote, he was sure to make us smile wherever and whenever we saw him. Uh, Mayor Kenny was also among the mourners, uh, as were Patty Jackson, Pierre Robert, and John DeBella. So there's your radio legends. Yeah, paying absolutely. homage to the radio legend. Uh, Bob Kelly, Alicia Vitarelli uh, did some readings as well. Um, and uh, his, his daughter, Stacy. One of his four uh, daughters uh, had said that he would dispense advice to her. She had said that that it was smile, be nice, but sometimes you got to show your teeth. She said he was uh, funny, compassionate, patient, uh, and always had a way of calming everyone. She said apparently he would say to her, don't worry about it, Stace. Don't worry about nothing, he would tell his daughter. And Pierre was here as well, yes? I I mentioned him. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Blavitt had a hand in uh, some of the funeral details as well, by the way. Songs including Love is a Many Splendor Thing and Climb Every Mountain. And uh, the speakers as well were asked to speak no more than two minutes and 30 seconds, the typical length of the 45s that the Geeter would play oh, in the wow. show. Have you, have you um, considered what you, you know, down the road, hopefully very long down the road, what you might consider having played? Because we know like uh, Lisa Marie, for example had floated out suggestions of what she would want played at her funeral, and that's how Axl Rose ended up performing. Uh, I have not. Uh, my mother uh, gave me a list of songs a long right. time ago <sighs> that apparently is my job to curate and right. and, uh, and put together. So you, you, can, you can swap in some Rush, right? If sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, Mom would kind of dig that. I have a running list, and uh, my, yeah. so my mom. Yeah, and it's uh, just songs that I think are great and that I want to celebrate um, when I pass away, and we're all going to die. So where do, you, where do you keep the I have it uh, just on my on my desktop. No kidding. Yeah, just update it every now and then. If I like, you know, Steve, the um, uh, the Zevon song, "Keep Me in Your Heart." Right. Heart. Great. So- and, and so, to me, that's a perfect song for my funeral. Nick, are you going to add? Let's hear it for the boy. Well, now I am. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. I mean, she helped you sure. win. Come on, Quizzo. Yeah. One of the seminal moments of your life. <laughs> wow. <laughs> when a Quizzo legacy was born. Uh, I have not. Have you guys? No. Any, besides uh, Nick? I've done else? it for people, though. Yeah. I've put together, a la twice in my life, I've put together. I actually did it for Flocky. The, I remember. Uh, remember Flocky. Um, so, she worked uh, at the convenience store next right. door to her old radio station. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, her hair was so flock of seagulls looking and so Aww. we called her flocky and she was a sweetheart but um yeah it did um it, so it gave me an insight into what people want to do her list was kind of upbeat you like, know yeah, and, yeah yeah so yeah, it was yeah. just a, a, a pleasant reminder of the person yeah. 
I told you, I just want people screaming and crying. I know. Just, yeah. just absolutely, you know, yeah. fainting from... Fainting, yeah. Like, from absolute grief. Can't even, you can't get near it without passing out. Like, people saying, what's going on The mental there? duress. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but they had, they had uh, at the Geeters' uh, funeral, they had a big screen set out, up outside and scrolled through photos and stuff like that. And then uh, once it was over, uh, people applauded. They, they gave him a... That's, they sent yeah. off a round of applause. And uh, there was also... Um, uh, they had an honor guard uh, that was there. It's tremendous, they man. And the Quaker City String Band uh, performed as well. They played uh, and sang My Buddy. And uh, the band uh, stayed and played long after the funeral procession drove away. And, uh, yeah, and some people were actually broke into a mummer strut uh, afterwards as well, which is... That's cool. Nice tribute, and, and the flags were flying at half-staff and all this stuff. Which For a is, whole week. Which is really cool. So, yeah, I love that. Love that story. Um, real quick, uh, Marianne wants to uh, chime in about the for funerals. Hi, Marianne, good morning. Good morning. Hey, what's morning, up? Everybody. Ah, glad to have you on. What's going on? Anyway, I have my funeral planned. I'm always late. So I'm going to be wheeled into my funeral. That's number one. Okay. Number two, all my songs are going to be Marianne. All your songs are going to have Marianne in them? In them. Are and they? I'm going to have, as you get a little card at the end of the funeral, mine's going to be CD with all those songs on it. So you never forget me. So wow. is, um, is the theme to Gilligan's Island going to be on there? Because Marianne's in Marianne's there. In yeah. there. Why not? Yeah. Why, Why not? not? Throw it in. You got Marianne from Ray Charles. Uh, yes. I know that yes. one. What are some other ones? Oh, uh. Oh, uh, I see my Mary, Mary Ann walking away from ah, Boston. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's on it. Yes. And then just to, to screw things up a bit, just drop Spoon Man. Yeah. And then uh, Mary yeah, Ann, my wayward not. son, you got that one. Hey, Mary, Mary Ann, my <laughs> wayward son. <laughs> Yes, yes, all of them. All right, thank you, Marianne. Appreciate that. I like the I like the Gilligan's Island. Yeah, it's in there. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. Um, hey, I wanted to. There was a story that uh, that was pointed out to me uh, by someone on this radio show. The pointer really? outerer. The pointer outerer. <laughs> no, he is not the pointer. He is the pointed at. Pointed um, to the pointed tour. And this person who pointed this story out to me was pretty fired up about it. All right, listen. I, I kind of misrepresented <laughs> oh. myself. Who's, who is it, Preston? Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I, I, I Probably went, the one who said, now listen. <laughs> I, I, I misrepresented myself. I came in a little hot and I used some verbiage. <laughs> okay. But but with that said, I I am a little bit hot. I'm not as hot as I was when I presented said story to you this are morning. You, are you um, steaming under the collar? No, but hear, hear he, him out. Hear he him called out. this woman an effing c-word. Yes. Oh, all right. Uh, wow. And so, and the the person that is the subject of his ire of his of his rage is uh, Marie Kondo, the organization queen. Uh-huh. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the, the one who's was shared the series on Netflix, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Simplify life and whatever. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and yeah. Here's, here's why you and stuck so she's a human being she's because she's a C-word? Yeah. Decluttering is yeah. her thing. Yeah. And she's found joy in an unexpected place now. And now that she has uh, three children, she has a messy house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that got Casey yeah. pretty fired up this morning. <laughs> all, all so you believe she set an unreal standard? I do. And I feel like... <laughs> you were really it, into it, too, Preston. He goes, oh, by I the know. way, I brought you cupcakes. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. He was really going off. Uh, yeah, I, I was like, okay, whatever. Here, I brought you some cupcakes. I was hoping you would laugh. I mean, like, oh, you okay. know, I wasn't getting the response that I thought I was going to get. So that, you know, came in hot like that. Cause like, because you and I, we commiserate all the time. Not that long ago, you came in because you had... 
cleaned your kitchen mm. top to bottom before you went to bed. And when you got up for the work the next morning. Yeah, the sink was full and there was stuff all over the like, place. And how does this happen? And, and you know, know. That, that is my life. So right. that's why when I came in like extra hot, I thought you'd be like, yeah. And you weren't. I was like, damn it. I'm like, now I look like an a-hole. <laughs> no. I oversold it. <laughs> I, I, I thought you meant that she is really, you know, hammering home this message of your life. Must, you must take care of your clutter or your life is a waste. No, to be she, honest she, with you, she, I don't think she did. No, she and, she what, no, and what she says is, like, n- at that time in her life, that's how she lived. And so she was giving tips on how she lived and how she tidied up. She's saying now her life has completely changed. And it's not so much like that after three kids. She spent right. so much time beating her children that she has no time to clean up. Oh, is that yeah, what it is? Yeah, that's what it is. But okay. This also sucks. I mean, listen, there, there's um, this runs a ton of different parallels all across the entertainment and social media spectrum, right? You have these um, these these influencers who right. are they're body positive, right? They they might be they might be bigger, right. you know, and then um, and then if they lose weight, all of a sudden people are like, oh, crap all over them, they, like they right? did with Adele. Yeah, they got yeah. upset with Adele with lose for losing weight. But this one, and I didn't, I never watched the show, so I really I can't have like a, a, a full on opinion. But so she's she's are you, are you're you're coming back a little bit from the c word. Coming back from the c word, but I did have this Is she discussion. Maybe just, just a bitch. She's maybe this, just a bitch now. I had this discussion with my wife over the weekend, <laughs> and then one letter back would make her adorable. What she does and has done is, you know, for for a lot of people out there, set up like unreal expectations All right. for, for for people that live, you know, a more hectic life with you know kids and chaos. clutter yeah, and chaos talking, and all this you're sort talking of stuff. from your point of view i use her fold method i, I don't live completely the way she did but that's I, what i'm saying there are people with my point of view who look at this and then feel less about themselves because they can't live up to this standard and then they feel like there man, might be something wrong with themselves that's my whole life man <laughs> yeah. you know it is you know i mean that's why uh-huh. i spend less and less time looking at social media and things like this i'm just I'm I'm getting to bitter old man syndrome. <laughs> F you. <laughs> Screw you. It's yeah, a uh, lovely family you have there. I know. <laughs> Go F yourself. Yeah. It's terrible. Uh, no, no, I, I, I hear you. It's um Yeah, but you're seeing them at they're at perfection. They're, right. they're not always like that. So I've yeah, got a friend who, who lives like this, and, and she has kids, and um, her house is beautiful. You walk in, and it is tidy all of the time. Are but- you talking about yourself? <laughs> I mean, my friend, yeah. me, whatever. Right. No, no, I'm not talking yeah. about. I'm not talking about myself. But I'm saying so. Um, but I've gone over and I've seen her house when it's not like that, you know. And she's like, "Oh, sorry, my house is a mess." And yeah, there's kids stuff all over. There's toys everywhere. There's you know nail polish. Think- it, but when when you go when she knows she's having people over, of course it's going to get tidied up. Anybody would do that. So follow the Instagram account of the like the jumble junkie who has like you know. Yeah. A- Totally messed up house with with uh, yes, all sorts right. of yes everything, right. and that'll make you feel better. But I mean, in this case, hers was I think what Kathy's saying just applied to certain situations. Did she ever indicate that that's the way her house is twenty four seven? Well, she says that keeping her neat, home neat is no longer a priority right. because she's drinking got is kids. the priority. She says <laughs> um, after three yeah. kids, my house is messy, but the way I'm spending my time is that uh, is the right way for me at this time, at this stage in my life. I my, wonder what my her, OnlyFans account is much more lucrative. Right. I wonder what her messy is compared to my messy. Right. It might be way different. Uh, she had popularized what was called the KonMari method. Uh, via her books, webinars, media appearances, she suggested that people eliminate clutter by examining their belongings and keeping only items that spark joy. 
which uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. has become a popular phrase and launched uh, about a million this memes. nail clipper sparks joy. Mm. Uh, but different phrases, uh, phases of life lead to different priorities. Mm. She said, up until now, I was a professional tidier. Right. So I did my best to keep my home tidy at all times. Now she's a drug mule. And she said, I've... <laughs> Kind of give it up on that in a good way for me, and now I realize what's important to me is enjoying spending time with my children at home. The little ones. All right, so I'm going to give you a different uh, story about an influencer uh, that is nothing but positive all the way around. Okay? All right. So this is, this is something good. Uh, is it you? No, it's not me. <laughs> but I wish it was me. It'd be great if I were this well, giving. We but can collab. I just, uh, you want to collab? <laughs> Uh, so you guys familiar with this, uh, uh, YouTube guy, uh, uh, YouTuber, his name is Mr. Beast. Yes. yes. And Jace is a huge fan. He's no. like the most popular, I think, I think he's got the most YouTube followers of anyone in the world. What's his yeah. deal? What does he do? He, 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 he arranges he things. people. Oh, yeah. So no, he doesn't, he doesn't, he tidies <laughs> things up. Uh, so he is, he's a content creator. His latest stunt is paying for cataract removal for a thousand people who were blind or near blind but could not afford the surgery. Oh, that's yeah, pretty that's amazing. Pretty cool. His real name yeah. is Jimmy Donaldson, and he had said, we're curing a thousand people's blindness. And by the way, the video, which was released on Saturday, in one day had over 40 million views. It's incredible. In one day. It's probably way up there now. It's like our numbers. Uh, 45 million is what it's at. Wow. He has 130 million subscribers. Jesus uh. Christ. Unbelievable. So the video features uh, before and after footage of patients seeing with clear vision after finishing uh, the surgery. Uh, the YouTuber also gave cash donations and other gifts to some of the participants. Uh, Jeff Levinson, an ophthalmologist and surgeon, worked with Donaldson to perform the first round of surgeries in Jacksonville, Florida. And he's coordinated with the Gift of Sight program uh, for over 20 years, which provides free cataract surgery for uninsured patients who are legally blind uh, due to cataracts. And apparently he had had... Cataracts? Uh, let me see here. A glaucoma? No, I'm sorry. The surgeon did. Oh. He had, uh, had become inspired to help people uh, access cataract surgery after undergoing, undergoing his own cataract correction surgery. He's the ophthalmologist. But this guy, the Mr. Beast, got behind it and made that happen. I don't know how he... You know, covered the the cost or any of that stuff, but he probably Perhaps makes a gazillion dollars, dollars yeah, yeah, by yeah. having 130 million. I mean, if he has YouTubers. that sort of exposure, he, he pro I'm sure people would jump on board to help out. Yeah, we should put him in touch with the gang at uh, at Smart Arches, and they could uh -huh. do that for for teeth for people. Right, yeah. right, right. You know, yeah, we, yeah. We had, uh, uh, they had uh, come to the camp out for hunger, and they want to help people uh, get their uh, you know missing teeth. Changes your life. Totally changes their life. Get your eyes, you can see your brand new teeth. But just a thousand people, and apparently, uh, this ophthalmologist said that uh, fifty percent of uh, people that are dealing with blindness, it's it's a cataract issue, right? And it they can just, be reversed, and they can't afford it. They yeah, can't, they can't have that taken care of. Ah, oh, man, that's wild that he did this. Well, Press, playing, he, sorry, he also has Crohn's. Who does, Mr. Beast? Mr. Beast does. Yeah. Okay. Well, man, if he could get behind that. Uh, that'd be awesome too. He has these um, restaurants, be uh, Beast Burgers. I, I, I think it's a restaurant. Is that where the initial money came from? I don't know. No, I, no, I think that came after, after? his fame. Yeah, um, but he has these restaurants, and then I think it's also a product that you can order. But like, there's one in New York, and I had a friend that went and like stood in line for like three hours or something like that. Did you get a burger at this. I think though, I I, I hope yeah, I the meat's right. made from cataracts. No, no, I, <laughs> I think oh he was God. there. Press, I think he was there okay. at that time. All right, that day. So Jace watches him. Yeah, Jace loves him. And is it mainly charitable things? Does, uh, he's or does always, he do 
fun, goofy kids type stuff too. I don't watch. Probably, probably so should. I'm not exactly sure. No, but I think that there's got to be. I don't. He does tell me about all this good stuff that he does, but I think he has other videos all as right. well. Okay. He does yeah. the evil stuff as well. Okay, so Nick just found one where they're they're taking a Lamborghini and putting putting it in a hydraulic press. So oh my God. I think he does uh, really? some things that are just uh over the top. Visually ridiculous. Uh, yeah, I think he started with like the stunts, you know? Yeah, I'm I'm gonna go to uh Jacqueline, a huge fan of Mr. Beast. Hey Jacqueline, good morning. Good morning. Hey. <laughs> All right, so what'd you want to tell us about Mr. Beast? Oh, yeah. So I actually found him like a couple years ago, and I actually watched almost all of his videos that he puts out. And he always, and I've watched interviews as well. And basically, he spends millions of dollars on these videos. And half of the time, he doesn't even really make money on these videos. Like, I remember I watched a video that he like gave a contestant, like he bought an island for a contestant. And the island was like, I don't know, like, I'm making up a number, but it was like $850,000. And, like, he just gives his island away, and he doesn't even really ever make that money back. So it's just always really cool to see him do these things and just continue to do it. Like, even on TikTok, he'll be like, he'll just, like, give followers, like, $10,000 just because they follow him. He's always just super charitable like that. Besides that, and that's awesome that he does that, but he's got, what's the hook for you to watch? I mean, is he doing stunty things outside of that? I mean, yes and no. Like, um, you know the Netflix show? Oh, my God. I'm, I'm forgetting the... Um, it was the Japanese show where they... Uh, it was, yeah. They were, um, um, oh, what, my God. What's the name of it? I'm oh, yeah. forgetting it as well. Red Light, Green Light. Come yeah. on. No, 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 not Squid Game. Yeah, yeah. Game. That's Squid Game. Yeah, Squid Game. Okay, so he basically built this whole thing, like, built, like bought this whole, like, building yeah. and made, uh, like, a whole thing, like, basically replaying the whole game. And... Um, the winner would win like fifty thousand dollars, and you know it would make it would. He said he he made like I mean it took him millions of dollars to build that thing. Okay, and he's like I didn't. He's like I didn't even really ever make any money off of that. Well, he they, just enjoys what he does. These are extensive um, stunts that he's putting on. The the funding. I mean, we're, we're looking at the Squid Games um, homage, and there's a squibs on everybody. Uh, I mean, he has a huge. I don't know where this is. If this is outdoors or whatever, but he has the entire thing staged to be exactly like the original game so there's got to be some money behind this big time who uh, he definitely has you don't know he definitely has sponsors i don't really know who the sponsors are but he definitely has sponsors for a lot of his videos but they just dish out money for him because they know that being his sponsor you know they're going to make good money as well from him so he loves the fact that these sponsors just like basically give him a blank check because then he just goes extravagant with these things for these people. All right, well, okay. it, yeah, it's inventive cool. stuff. Thanks, Jack. So is he, in fact, the most popular Thanks, YouTuber uh, on Planet Earth? I heard that on oh. uh, on the news this morning that he has more uh, YouTube subscribers than anyone in the world. 112 million. That was as of Damn. 2022. So remember, like, uh, uh, was it PewDiePie? Yeah, PewDiePie was one of the one of the first out of the gate, super huge YouTubers. Oh yeah. And I, I don't think it was anywhere near 112 million. Uh, yeah, I don't know. 130 million now. 130. Oh my God. And Wiki well, says see, that we he, started talking about him. He picked up those extra press. <laughs> <laughs> Wiki says that uh, he sort of poked fun at, at YouTubers with like his intros to his videos, and he gained some traction with that, like okay. kind of making fun of what he's at. What he All does. right. Interesting. Who's throwing the money? Uh, all Who's this money the that money? he's getting, all we want is a fire truck. I did. 
Uh, yeah. Maybe he can get us one. Yes. But but I love this. If, if that if he's doing stuff like that, yeah. that's fan freaking Making the world a better place. That's fan freaking tastic. Yeah. Hang on a second. When we go to uh, Toby. Hey, Toby. Good morning. Good morning. What's up, Toby? Um, so my son is super into Mr. Beast, and um, we heard him interviewed on Joe Rogan, and he um, he started YouTubing when he was like 11 years old, and wow. he was just so into YouTubing. It, it, he was so motivated. That's like all he did. And um, so he does make money from all this stuff, but he, he lives really modestly, and he puts everything that he makes back into the... Into the program. Well, yeah. that's a good dynamic because yeah. I see a lot of these <laughs> these YouTubers and TikTokers, you know, pulling up in front of their mansions yeah. uh, and, hold, and listen, if they earned it, they earned it. But it, it seems like uh, they're getting carried well, away. He's doing something good with his money. And not only good, but if he's, he's, he's putting money into the production of it so he yeah. can make these big uh, spectacles and that, that reinforces the channel and, you know, gets more people on right, board. Right, so, right. All right. More glaucoma and uh, cataracts taken care of. Nice. He All earned right. uh, yeah. $54 million dollars. 2021. Wow, that was a good year then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's a, he's got. Yeah. It sounds like a, like a really great guy. Um, just really interested in making cool things and being creative and giving back to people. And you know, he gives random things like you know a million dollars or for, for whatever. But then he also does these other super cool things, and he's just always pushing the limit of what he can do. And he talks about his amazing team that he works with, and right. he's, he's just a really cool guy. To Fifty-four to. million dollars, yeah. Thanks, I can Toby. see that making yeah. someone pleasant. And I think his team is like his friends. Like he hired okay. his. That's great. Yeah, his Caroline friends. was is into some YouTubers, and and so therefore I. Uh, got caught up a little bit and there was a guy named Markiplier that we watched quite yes, a bit. He and, mentioned him. And he's done some uh, some cool charitable things and when Caroline knows that they're going on, uh, tell me about it and we'll check that out. Do you guys follow any? The YouTubers that I follow um, are in the world of golf. There's a guy named Rick Shields who's fantastic and I don't miss a video. The of Corridor Crew is one I follow which is they're, they're, they explain special effects in mm -hmm. movies and they, they explain stunts in movies. Um, you know, a lot of cinematic stuff I follow. I follow uh, Screen Crush. We've had Ryan yep. Airy on the show Great. a few times. Yep. And uh, every time I watch anything Star Wars or Marvel Marvel related, I will then watch the Screen Crush video immediately afterwards because it's so good. It's fun because with Rick Shields, like, like I get excited when a new video, when I see that there a new video is coming. There you go. That's what they're like, hoping for. Awesome. It's the same with Pornhub. Anyway, you know? <laughs> same with, with Pornhub. Porn yeah, yeah. Uh, when there's a yeah. brand new, new one. New cuck video. That you haven't seen. A cuck that new you Regis haven't cuck seen New Regis cuck video, yeah. Wow. I am Regis and I'm going to watch these two have sex. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's, uh... <laughs> and provide commentary. Sure, too. yeah. Wow. All right. Uh, well, anyhow, did a really good thing, and uh, a thousand people uh, gave them the uh, awesome. cataract surgery. It's they a sight. thought that was pretty awesome. So, all right, anyhow, thank you for your calls. I know all the phone lines are lit up. I appreciate it, but we do need to take a break. Uh, we got to talk about the birds. Yes, we, we talk, do. Uh, with an expert, a guy who is uh, also a good luck charm, don't you think? I yeah. think so. uh, yes, at this point, it'd be safe to say that. Yeah, Michael Barkan's going to be joining us when we come back. We have a concert announcement coming up, too, so that information's on the way. Stay with us. We'll be back in just a moment. 93.3 WMMR presents Alter Bridge. And Mammoth Wolfgang Van Halen. 
the Ponds and Kings Tour at Franklin Music Hall, Sunday, February 5th, hosted by our own Brent Porsche. Tickets on sale now. Listen all weekend to get on the MMR guest list. Text ALTER, that's A-L-T-E-R, to 39333 for a link to all the details. From 93.3 WMMR, everything that rocks. Real quick, before we go to our, our guest on the line, I wanted to play back. Uh, we had the... Um, Academy of Vocal Arts in on Friday. Yeah, the, the group of opera singers. Yes, uh, to sing the Eagles' uh, fight song, and I'm going to play that leading into our next guest. But uh, what's funny is I when I went home that day, um, I popped on the TV and just kind of started surfing around, and I came across the movie The Untouchables. And I kid you not, within five minutes, the scene <laughs> where Al Capone is at the opera, yes. is watching Pagliacci, yes. came on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they had sung it in the studio for us that morning. It was Between so that weird. and Denise Williams, we I, have some sort of music simpatico going yeah, on. There's some weird... Uh, let's hear it for the opera. Synchronicity. So let's hear, hear it, it for, for the, the opera. opera. All right, so let me play this and then we'll welcome our guests. Fly, Eagles, fly on the road to victory. Fight, Eagles, fight for a touchdown. When Jalen Hurts sang, they should have played the audio. Yeah, right, 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 right. Yeah. As if that was coming out of his mouth <laughs> when that happened. Uh, please welcome our good friend from NBC Sports, Mr. Michael Marquez. Hey. Good morning, sir. What's up, brothers and sisters? How <laughs> yeah. are you? We're good, man. How are you? I am awesome. Yes. Uh, you know, that that it, it's just amazing. Just to consider what the Eagles might be uh, on the brink of. Again, so exciting. Oh. Um those opera singers were phenomenal. <laughs> damn good, right? Uh, oh, my goodness. For two people? That's astonishing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To duet. Uh, really? So, it's uh, absolutely amazing. How late, um, how late were you going last night? We went, we probably went two hours. We probably went two hours, I guess. And, yeah. um uh, and loved every minute of it. And, of course, the Diddy, had, uh, the Diddy unretired. Ray Ditcher came back, so... It was like five of us stuffed on this set. I'm sitting next to Barrett. And I'm, I, I was I was basically in another studio. By the time yeah. I <laughs> Barrett gets very excitable. You shared a uh, an interesting video on uh, on Twitter yesterday, um, and uh, it was uh, from your perspective from within the Wells Fargo Center. And uh, apparently, the Eagles scored a touchdown. You're looking out the window. You see the fireworks go off, and then you pan back to the television, and there's what a 15 second delay, and then you you. <laughs> score the, the touchdown on TV. So um, does that happen every time you're down there watching a game across the street? Every time. And it's really annoying to people <laughs> on, on the other side of the newsroom who don't know. And we're like, yeah, they scored. <laughs> what are you talking about? What's the game here? And I think, yeah, but they, they scored. This has gone on for 25 years. And, and uh, you look out the window and the boom, the fireworks go off. But then when you look at the television, you can, you can watch the play. So you kind of foretold of the score to come and then you you look to the TV and say okay now we, we know we got to pay attention real close here so so it's 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 neat 
Uh, or I'll be talking to someone on the phone, my father-in-law, my wife, and I'll say, oh, great, they, they hit a home run. Or they score. <laughs> well, I can't do it with a home run, but I can do it yeah. with, a, with, a, with a football. Sure. And um, they always ask, what are you talking about? I'll tell you what I'm talking about. I just saw it. <laughs> Over the stadium rim. Wasn't that the whole basis for the movie uh, The Sting? They were there were delays on the on the horse races coming in, and oh, uh, really? Yeah, they were able to con people. You should st- start doing working a, a con like that, Michael. <laughs> It'd be very cool. Um, you know what? I'm going to call you after the show. We'll, <laughs> we'll work on it. Actually, you, you could be Redford. I'd love to do it. You'll be okay, Redford. I'll be Paul Newman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, my daughter had uh, she did that to me earlier this season. She was like, uh, "Would you give me fifty bucks that the Eagles score a touchdown here?" I'm like, "Absolutely, I will." And then they scored a touchdown, but she had already seen on her app that they had scored. <laughs> <laughs> she could have, like, really, but she's too honest. She told me that, uh, and she's like, nah, Dad, I, I already knew that they were scoring. Hey, Mike, did you go into the game at all? I did not. I did not. Years ago, we used to have, we had no pregame program. We had no halftime update. It was awesome. I would walk across the street to the stadium. I would go to the press box, watch the first three quarters, leisurely walk back across, <laughs> and then do the postgame show. I'm thinking, who's got it better than me? Nobody. And then they said, we like to do a pregame show. I went, no, you're ruining my day. <laughs> How are the lots where you, because I didn't go on to the, uh, the uh, NBC Sports Philadelphia side of the Wells Fargo Center, but on the the other side after the game man the lots were it was it was like a wasteland i, I couldn't believe how and I, i've ne- i mean i've never seen it as bad as it was last night was it bad on your side as well yes and i can't believe you said that case because i said the exact same words and i think the reason is that i don't want to point the finger because we don't actually really know but there was a there was another event there as you know, yesterday, prior to the Eagles game, in the Wells Fargo Center, mm-hmm. and there were other people gathering for that event, uh, as you know, and it was the Barney concert. And those people <laughs> the, are really uh, bad. Barney! Oh, those Barney kids <laughs> that <are crazy>. lunatic! <laughs> those Barney people are yeah. really bad. Oh. No, there, there, there was a, there was a uh, Villanova game. And so, um, and I have been there for other events, uh, like uh, Phillies, and there'll be a Villanova basketball game, and the kids like to come in and party. I have no, and I have no issue with that, but when you combine the, the Villanova kids partying and the Eagles fans partying, that is like a perfect storm of stuff. And it was just left all over the parking lot. And I uh, I almost lifted my car up and carried it out so it didn't roll over the glass. <laughs> That's how bad it got. No, it was really bad. And I, I just wish that, you know, more people brought trash bags with them. It's not that hard. It's not that hard. Yeah. Clean up after yourself. Yeah. I wish more people bought porta potties for goodness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Son of a I'll son. opt for that. Well, let me ask you. So last night, obviously, we were talking earlier. It was a, a wild game. You were cautiously optimistic. It was a, a, a rout, basically a blowout. Um, and and certainly things weighed against um, um, San Francisco and, and and their status. But it played out the way it did. But there were some really unique moments in the game. We were talking earlier about the ball hitting the wire. Um, and, and, and how they could not conclusively ascertain whether or not that had happened. Right. And, and that was bizarre. And, uh, I, I think that that ball should have been nowhere near being able to hit the wire. So whether it was, it was Fox's, uh, camera in the wrong spot or, or whether the trajectory of the punt was, was not what it should have been. That, that's a weird thing. I've never seen that happen before. And they couldn't conclusively, conclusively confirm that. So, so they just let it go. But I thought for the ball to hit the wire, you, you, I mean, it's, it's going pretty low. Um, and Brett Kern was the punter. He's the guy who's been filling in for Aaron Sippers. 
I think they'll probably get Sipos back for the Super Bowl. Um, and the punt game has, has been at times a struggle for the Eagles this year. The coverage game, being able to stop the other team's returners. And, and you know, that's as uh, Bill Parcells used to say, a third, a third, a third. And, and, you know, we talk about offense and defense. And sometimes we leave out the special teams, and the special teams can be really special, or they can be less than that. And if they're less than that and there's a gap there, then you've got a problem. So. Right. Um, I don't know what the heck happened on that, but it, it, it shouldn't have happened. I know that. That was weird. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting uh, playoff flow thus far for the Eagles because they've, they've won both games relatively easily. Um, and, and then, you know, coming at the end of the regular season uh, with Jalen being hurt, and then they sort of, you know, just kind of got past the Giants to uh, to end the regular season. I still kind of feel like they're not quite clicked on all cylinders. Do you get that impression, Mike, even though they're winning and winning easily? Absolutely, Nick. And I, you know what? I don't know if I call yesterday's win easily. I think the points uh, amassed, uh, mounted up, and by the end of the game, it was thirty-one to seven, and they beat the Giants thirty-eight to seven, which was the score of the NFC Championship win over Minnesota five years ago. And that's all well and good, but I did think that the offense was not clicking as as it has in earlier parts of the season. And part of that uh, could be, you know, there is another team on the other side where they're not playing against air. They're playing so, against United. the best defense in the NFL. I mean, they, yeah. they put up 31 points against the number one defense, and that's nothing to sneeze at. And, and maybe those, those points and those yards uh, didn't come that easy, but they got them, you know, and... And that's what I look at. Like the only thing I'm I'm looking at as far as yesterday's game is concerned was was the points that we let up. Right, only allowed seven points, but that was to a a really beat up offense. You know, when you're talking about you know this third string quarterback starting and a guy who basically wasn't even on the roster, basically finishing the well, he didn't finish. You know what I mean? So that's. That's the only question mark I have. You know, uh, th- what the offense did yesterday, I thought was totally fine, and, and I'm, I'm I wasn't underwhelmed at all. Wow, it's it's interesting you say that case because I, I was wondering about Jalen Hurts and a lot of people. I, I actually asked the question uh, on the set during the post game show. I said, "What do you think the deal is with Jalen Hurts?" <clears throat> and the other panelists kind of got annoyed at me. Well, what are you talking about, Jalen Hurts? And I said. All I'm saying is he just he doesn't look like the same quarterback. His performances over the last two weeks have not been the same as they were earlier in the season. And I'm not suggesting that all of a sudden the guy thinks far from it, but he did hurt his shoulder. So so and finally, Jaws, Ron Jaworski admitted he came back to it. he said, I will say that he did have some accuracy issues and he did have some issues with touch and, and uh, it, it just was not the same. And that would be fine. And as we saw, they beat the best defense in the NFL with all of that happening, if it is happening. And they will have another two weeks for Jalen Hurts to, to work on that shoulder. Uh, maybe it's 100% and he just had an off game. I don't know. But his passer rating was 72. The average passer rating in the NFL is about 90. Usually his passer rating is well into the 100. So, so you know, uh, but again, the Niners are a great defense. So, I thought I thought defensively the Eagles were absolutely awesome, and the reason that they were, went down to their third quarterback, we were joking with Josh. Hey, Josh, you want to go over there? Give me a hand. <laughs> um, <laughs> the reason for, for that that they knocked out Brock Purdy, uh, and by the way, you, you don't mess around with Rocky, okay? You don't call him Rocky, no. you know, not in this town. And Rocky lost that fight for goodness' sake. <laughs> you know that he yeah. did. But but when, when the reason they were down to the third. Quarterback is because they knocked Purdy out of the game. 
So, so the defense was superb for the Eagles, and I think they probably got tired of hearing, you know, the Niners are coming in with the best defense in the NFL. This and that they wanted to prove themselves when they didn't even have to. These guys are awesome. So, so um, we'll see what happens two weeks from now in the Super Bowl. But I love how this sets up for a great game. So, so yeah, and, and obviously everyone is is, uh, is cautiously optimistic. With this as well, I was I was kind of blown away by that that, that you know towards the end of the game that that uh, that uh, that little uh, uh, fight the um, oh the scrum on the, the field. scrum on the field was yeah. was so unexpected, especially at that point in the game. It was getting chippy, yeah. yeah. And, and so and so, you know something like that, and then so they eject both players. Uh, has has it ever come to pass where someone has been penalized? Um, and they've they've been forbidden from participating in a in a Super Bowl because of something done on the field. I was trying to think of it. Nothing came to mind. In your recollection, has that ever happened? Well, I believe in 1969, <laughs> and uh, it was unbelievable. Some guy used, a, used the old claw hammer grip. A claw hammer. A claw hammer. Yeah, they call it the bar can. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, no, I I don't think that's ever. I don't think it's ever happened. But certainly. Um, you know, I guess it could, depending on what the, what the offense was. Yeah, I was I was really surprised that Trent Williams, who was the guy who instigated it for San Francisco, and he's an All Pro left tackle. He's this guy's an amazing player, and I'm sure they were very disappointed, if if not just absolutely shattered, at the outcome of this game. And and so sometimes that that happens, and it shouldn't. Um, there was another one of the I think I don't know if it was a linebacker. Uh, was punching at the football after the whistle blew. And yeah. they, one of the, the Eagles ball carriers had the ball, and this guy was just like it was a prize fight. He was just wailing away yeah. on the football. If he had hit the guy, actually, he probably would have broken a rib. And, and um, you know, they got tossed out of the game, and, and Kayvon Wallace got tossed for the Eagles, and Williams took him and threw him down, it looked like, by his neck or collarbone. And I I, I, I had not seen that in a long time. That, that was crazy. But, again, it's... Um, it's tense out there, and <laughs> yes. you're losing. Forget about it. Yeah, uh, yeah. And when you're getting killed, game, yeah. After the game, I don't know if you can say that. Never mind. Maybe I shouldn't say it. But it, it go ahead, nice. say it. Nobody's okay. listening. You're good. <laughs> so, uh, uh, our, my good friend John Clark is interviewing. I think it was Hassan Reddick. And John is, uh, there's, there's no one better than John doing his job, let me tell you that. He's the best in the city as far as I'm concerned. He's absolutely awesome. And he's interviewing Hassan Reddick. He says, you guys, I mean, the way you went after him, balls to the wall and everything. <laughs> and says, uh, we, were, we were watching in the studio. We all went, what? <laughs> I came out, they came out after the interview, and I said, that's a technical term, John, which should be balls to the wall. Actually, I know the derivation of that. I, I know the 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 origin of that term. It has nothing to do with testicles. Yeah, what is it? And actually, it's well, in, it's uh, it has to do with uh, aeronautics. It, really? It's uh, yeah, the uh, the throttle of the. Uh, Did we talk about this on yeah, the show? The, the throttle of the aircraft has a little ball on the top of it. And two of them actually. And if you push them all the way forward and you open up the throttle all the way, that's the balls to the wall. No way. So there you go. It's not as dirty. Look at you and your filthy mind, Michael <laughs> Barkan. Absolutely right. I was testing you there. Ah! <laughs> 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 
you passed. Good job. You're awesome, man. I just, see, in football, it's different. See what I did football, there? what they do is they push the football to the wall, both footballs, and one in each hand, and the laces are out facing the wall. Oh, oh. what John meant yeah. to say is you punch that guy right in his nutsack. Yeah. <laughs> Shove him all the way back to the wall. Till he, till he, till he's gagging. Yeah. You oh made scrotum puree out of that prick. All right, I have a football question for you before we have another balls <laughs> okay. reference. Right. Uh, so over the next two weeks, does NBC Sports Philadelphia uh, Philadelphia send you out to Phoenix? And also, did you know that the uh, waste management open is happening the same weekend as the Super Bowl? <laughs> And, and spring training is opening as well. Oh my god! Oh my god. Yeah. So, so uh, one, yes, we are going, uh, and we have a we have a team that's leaving tomorrow. No, we're not leaving tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. we're, uh, we're leaving. On uh, Ruben Frank's going out there. Rube and uh, Dave Zangaro and John Clark is going out, and then Barrett and I are going out a little bit later in the week on Wednesday, and then we'll, we'll be doing the shows uh, Thursday, Friday uh, through Sunday, the pregame and the postgame out there, and um, just. Just hearing me say those words, I, can you believe it? The Eagles are going back to this. It's oh, astonishing. Awesome. Yeah, uh, we, it is. We, we were sort of hypothesizing, you know, why, why there were certainly some elements that really appeared like, you know, full, full throated, uh, you know, elation over what happened last night, and then you know there were certain observations about it might have been a little, a little bit pulled back, and and uh, we were trying to hypo- uh, guess as to whether or not that was this. Uh, happening uh, juxtaposed so closely to the uh, to the uh, Phils and their um, you know rally at the end and in other words we've been to the Super Bowl just just a couple of years ago. Do you sense um, there's more of a uh, moderation to the response or where do you think it stands? I, I think it's a little tamped down, Steve, but not much. I mean, when we we had chopper shots from South Broad Street, uh, actually it was North Broad Street, and and uh, and I love this shot. It's Billy Penn. And it's it's a, the statue on top of uh, William Penn on top of City Hall, and then beyond that is just a mass of people all partying and celebrating on Broad Street. And I think that really only happened in 2008 when the when the Phillies won the World Series, and they hadn't won the World Series in so long, and, and people just came out and rejoiced on Broad Street all over the city, certainly, but was not never more seen than on Broad Street. I never recall that happening. And so that has become, as well as um, Frankfurt and Cotman up in the Northeast, those two spots have kind of become the areas of celebration when when teams do do uh, well. And and so I I um, I love seeing that, and I think that that that's become the standard for the party when the Philadelphia sports teams are either winning championships or going to the championship round. And I think the last time I was on a couple of weeks ago, I was talking about, you know, sometimes you, you, you see it seems like there's just no hope. Yeah. And and, and you want to have hope that uh, I'm talking from a sports perspective, certainly. And, and there's hope now. And there wasn't. And you realize how quickly it can turn around. And a year ago, the Eagles had made an early exit from the playoffs. The Phillies prospects were not great. I don't th- I know they had gotten all these players, etc. but I don't think anybody thought that they, they would end up in the World Series. The Sixers had had an early exit earlier than we thought they'd have. We were like, man, this sounds stinks this sport. <laughs> right. It's yeah. terrible. And then, boom, it turns around on a dime, and all you can see is championships for the next several years. And, of course, we know it doesn't happen like that either. So, so But all you want is the hope that, to be able to dream that, you know what, uh, 
if things fall right right now, we might be champions. We mm. might be able to party like that uh, another day, not too far from now. So it's a, it's a great, great feeling. It sure is. It's time to take it balls to the wall. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got it. And that, and that is a flight term and impressive, impressive, very impressive. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, a glory hole, that term comes from <laughs> the French Foreign Legion. Uh, yeah. Holy different. Wait, you know what? I'll tell you a term that I learned from the Preston and Steve show, and I use it all over the place. And people look at me like, what are you talking about? And it'll be a beautiful day, and the sun bursts through the clouds. And I say, do you see those crepuscular rays? Oh! <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, I learned that on Preston and uh, yeah, Steve. Absolutely. Crepuscular yeah. rays, yes. And, yeah, the old CR. We call yeah. it CR in the business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's one of our favorite catchphrases. <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> crepuscular. I think someone wrote a song about it. Actually, Denise Williams. There's a stupid fish song with the crepuscular in it, so we can play that for you. Please, I want to hear. It. <laughs> please, but pretty please do that. Pretty please, I want to hear that. Well, it's all it's all awesome, obviously, and you know we'll see how things play out. Uh, you know, and that, the, the two weeks off, getting ready. Yeah, and, and I'm sure we'll talk to you uh, as we get a little bit closer and, and get your take on, uh, you know, Kansas City and, and matchups. And, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll let it breathe for now. Let's just enjoy yes. what's happening. Well and learned. We, we talk about that stuff down the road a tad bit. But what, what, what do you got going on uh, in the meantime on the program that you would like to discuss, sir, or tease? Ain't, ain't no program. I'm going back to sleep, man. <laughs> uh, tonight, tonight we've got Birds Huddle. Uh, and, of course, that's every weeknight at 6 until 6.30. And then tomorrow we got Birds Huddle. And then at 6.30 it's Mission 57, which we're doing a series of specials. We've been doing it for a couple of weeks. Thanks for watching. And that's about the Eagles uh, going to the Super Bowl and next stop Super Bowl. And, of course, it's Super Bowl 57. So, uh, that's Barrett Brooks, myself, Ray Dittinger, John Clark, Ruben Frank, uh, and all sorts of other guests that we bring in from around the country. And uh, it's a lot of fun and informative. And we're doing that until the Eagles have the parade. Yes. Which will be really cool. Yeah. Um, the parade route would be, will be, uh, by the way, how about the Cincinnati mayor? Do you see uh, Travis Kelsey last night? The Cincinnati mayor said some things about uh, Joe Burrow, the Cincinnati quarterback, being Pat Mahomes' daddy. And, and of course, uh, uh, Kansas City beat Cincinnati. And so Travis Kelsey, upon receiving the, uh, the um, what, what is it? Lamar the Hunt. Clark, uh, yeah. Clark Hunt Award. Clark Hunt. Hey, Lamar, hey, uh, the Michael Hunt Award. <laughs> <laughs> okay, don't get me in trouble. I know. <laughs> he told, told the Cincinnati mayor to keep your mouth shut. I thought wow. it was awesome. Wow. wow! How about hey? How about the uh, how about the Empire State Building lighting it up green and white last night? Did you see that? Yeah, apparently the the New Yorkers were not thrilled. But I <laughs> yes, I know, I know. But, but wouldn't you agree that the Empire State Building is not just a symbol of New York, but in no small way a symbol of America? Well, you know what? Here's a fun fact: you can blurt out on air indiscriminately whenever you do so. Philadelphia brand do. cream cheese was created in New York. So there, really? Did you know that? That stunned well, us. It wasn't around here. Yeah, I know it was in That's New York. That's the Created in New yeah. York, and yeah. they decided Philadelphia yeah. was a good pro was a brand name. So they owed us that. They owed us the, that. That yeah. was in the contract. Yeah. We'll name our cream cheese after your city mm -hmm. if we. And then they had celebrated at least one major sports win for the Eagles. Right, but they also they also had the Empire State Building lighted uh, red for the Chiefs. 
after the Chiefs won. Okay. So apparently it is something they do right. when uh, when teams from around the country do well. So so it's up. Uh, but but the New Yorkers can't stand it, which is which, which I love. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Don't right. do that. It's our building. No, it's not. <laughs> right. they have their cream cheese. No, you don't. <laughs> you don't even have your damn cream cheese. <laughs> Give me a bagel. <laughs> Give me a bagel. <laughs> Give me a bay. And, and how about the city Dallas was named for a guy named Dallas who was from Philadelphia? And the Mississippi is named, <laughs> uh, what do we learn about that? The, what is the name? There's an Indian. Oh, Connecticut. It, that's it. Connecticut. Was Connecticut. Yeah, it was a long river. What? And, uh, we'll do <laughs> that. I'll still text it to you. Yeah, Don't yeah, worry about it. It's a, it, yeah. There's a really interesting. Oh, we have all sorts of fun facts. We'll, we'll well, have yeah, a, how about this? How about this? <laughs> what has five eyes and runs south? Mississippi. Yes. <laughs> Very good. Very good. You, you did that balls to the wall. <laughs> you did balls to the wall. And on that note, <laughs> right. for us. we yeah. say goodbye to the thank one and you, only. Thank you. Thank you. President Mike. Now, we'll, we'll talk soon, sir. Thanks for joining us, yeah, bud. Love you all. We love, love you. All. all right. Michael Barton hey! from NBC Sports. Mississippi has four eyes, not five. <laughs> well, no, if you say, I'm Mississippi. Right. I'm Mississippi. Mississippi I. <laughs> <And>, uh, Mississippi. <laughs> Preston's question last week was about Connecticut, which is uh, derived from various Anglicized spellings of Quinnetucket, a Mohegan Pequot word for Long Tidal River. Okay. That was Everybody a stupid question you that had. Was, that yeah. was, yes. Right. right. Hi, 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 hi. All right. Well, anyhow, uh, nice talking to Mike, and we do need to take a break. So why don't we do that Let's now? Because I got some other bizarre files. A lot of weird stuff happened over the weekend, so we can gladly pass that along to you in form of the bizarre file. So we'll come back in just a second or two. Make sure you stay with us, my friend. We'll be back to our next. The Preston Steve Show Podcast. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that. Connecticut School of Broadcasting. This year, invest in yourself and your future at CSB Media Arts Center in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Broadcast media training in months, not years. Schedule yours today. You can go to csb.com and get started on that. All right, this is a uh, story that will delight Casey. The Florida Fish and Wildlife Commission has recommended charges against a man who was seen on video beating a shark with a hammer. Can't do that. The agency is recommending two misdemeanors against the man based on their investigation. You know what you're supposed to do? You, you put a bomb in a possum and feed it to the and shark. You feed it to a shark. The disturbing video was taken in Indian Harbor Beach. The clip shows a fisherman who caught what appeared to be a five-foot shark and clubbed it to death with a hammer and then tossed it back into the ocean. Oh, hi. Witnesses called the uh, ad, uh called in the incident, and the shocking video stirred an outcry in the Brevard County coastal community. Somewhere there's a shark wife. Where's Ed? 
the local government is taking measures to prevent it from happening again. Proposed revisions to city ordinances will expand uh, the no fishing areas around the two beach parks, and it will include a civil fine for people who beat sharks with a hammer. Right. I don't. I don't consider that fishing no. when you take a hammer down to beat the fish to death. Uh, listen, I know my my. Great uncle, yeah. we, we would go fishing with him down in Florida, and uh, they have tons of these uh, alligator gars down there, and they're considered a bit of a nuisance. And I just thought this was horrible that he would. Do this. So yeah. we would you you'd catch one, yeah, essentially it ruins your bait, sure. And um, he would take a, a pair of pliers and bend their front nose because oh. they have, they have like and then throw them back in the water. And I thought it was horrible. It was so they wouldn't go right, you right, know, yeah. He essentially killed it. You may. Not cut its head off yeah, if seriously. you're going to do that instead of, but... What the hell is this doing to me? I know, yeah. It was pretty horrible, on, horrible to do. That's not right. Always did not say... I was a little kid, so it wasn't like I was going to... Yeah. All right. I have a different story. Yeah, it's horrible. Uh, in Australia, a missing radioactive capsule lost somewhere between Perth and Pilbara mine uh, site. This happened? Over an area of 1,400 kilometers has sparked an urgent health warning. In an emergency press conference on Friday afternoon, the WA's uh, chief health officer, which is Western Australia, by the way, uh, urged people to stay away from the capsule if they see it because of its radioactive properties. The cap- Wait, you found the the capsule? Yeah. Alright, sir, stay on the phone. Oh good day. I was hoping you were gonna do that. In I mean, fact, when I saw this story yesterday, I pulled up the old Daily Rush video and watched that a couple times yesterday. Well, I, but you, that that was that was here the yeah, first time we yeah, did that. Yeah. Then there was a, and then another two, and then this one. So this capsule, how are they losing this stuff? The capsule is six millimeters in diameter and eight millimeters in height. Okay, it so is, it's tiny. itty bitty. Uh, the radioactive the radioactive gauge, gauges are commonly used in mining, and it went missing from a truck sometime after January 10th. I assume it could cause trouble, though, right? Well, yeah, I'll get to that. Yeah. So it, it could be anywhere along the more than 1,400-kilometer journey. Wow. Uh, any it's going to be mo- hard to find. Any motors who've traveled along the Great <laughs> Northern Highway should check their tires in case the capsules become lodged oh, in them. Man. The capsule was lost while it was being transported somewhere between the mine site and uh, Perth, and it is believed that the capsule fell through the gap left by a bolt hole. So after- I was changing my tires. <laughs> <laughs> Do you need to lay down for a minute? No, I'm actually a puddle. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just look for a gelatinous puddle with a mouth. Authorities are searching for the Great Northern Highway in a desperate effort to find the capsule, which is smaller than a 10-cent piece. Uh, radiation emitted is equivalent uh, to receiving 10 x-rays in one hour. If you were within one meter of it, or the amount of natural radiation a body is exposed to in over a year. Uh, yeah, don't like that. And the half-life of this is 30 years, by the way. So that ain't going anywhere <laughs> no. anytime soon. I hope wow. they find it. Yep. I think the one that was here that was local was worse. Much no, worse. No, 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 it wasn't. It, w- it was pretty low. Was it? Yeah, Lower than- I, I, we got a lot of responses from people when we talked about All that. Right. The, the gauge was not that. Nothing to worry about. <laughs> 
Nothing like this. All right. As the prices of onions have soared in recent months in the Philippines, a Filipino bride chose practically a practicality over traditional aesthetics uh, by walking down the aisle with a bouquet of onions. Ah, must have smelled great. April Laika Biori Nobis was walking down the aisle with an onion bouquet that weighed about 11 pounds. Uh, the unique enterprise was extended to her principal sponsors who wore uh, onion corsages. Made out of cat turds. And to her bridesmaids who also walked down the aisle holding onion wreaths. She said initially we were going to stick to the original tradition of flowers for the entourage. But while I was browsing through social media, I saw bouquets of onions with a touch of flowers. And I consulted my groom if we could use the onions instead of flowers since after the wedding the flowers would wilt. And would just end up being thrown away. So why not onions instead? So they saved the onions and used them for cooking purposes? I think they ate them, yeah. All right. Although the couple had to skip the traditional throwing of the bouquets to prevent any injuries because it weighed 11 pounds. Uh, They gave the onions away to their guests. Uh, Prices are reportedly expected to go down following the importation of 21,000 metric tons of onions into the country. Hey, thanks for the onion. All right. And then a... Greyhound trainer was attacked while parading his dog at a race course in England in a love triangle spat. Uh, James Turner was allegedly attacked by jilted lover Neil Gargro, who ran out of the stands at Crayford Greyhound Track in Kent and jumped on top of him. Hmm. Uh, Gargro was report or Gargro, I'm sorry, uh, Gargro was reportedly jealous of Mr. Turner's relationship with his ex partner of 18 years, Gemma Routley. In fact, Mr. Turner is said to have named one of his dogs, Gemma is my one and only. Oh, that's beautiful. After her, I'm sure she loved yeah. that. Uh, the this shock- dog, it reminds me of you. The shocking incident was captured on TV and watched live in betting shops across the UK on Wednesday. Video footage shows a man in a blue jacket suddenly break from the edge of the race course and attack the trainer from behind as the dogs were walked up toward the starting gates. Uh, they figured jumped on the figure jumped on the trainer's back before appearing to attack them with punches and kicks, taking the trainer completely by surprise. I'm wondering if like the BBC commentators yeah. were giving a play by play as this was happening and they're running out. And, Sorry, yes, has jumped on the other gentleman's back. Apparently, they're star-crossed lovers, and he then punched him in the head, causing the seriously tra- punching him about the face and neck. And uh, they caused him to let go of the dogs as the other trainers scrambled to put their own greyhounds away from the incident. Yeah, greyhounds themselves are pretty passive dogs. Uh, another they probably me- just stood there and watched. Another member of staff uh, behind Mr. Turner managed to grab the leads of the greyhounds and pull them away, too. Uh, it's now been claimed that uh, Gargro attacked Mr. Turner after being overcome with jealousy. It's the only thing that could distract him. After the dog trainer began a friendship with his ex-girlfriend, Gemma. Ah, it gets really brutal in the it world does. of dog training. It does. It gets crazy. All right, and there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file. Hey, uh, we have a movie screening tomorrow night. Case, we have some more of those movie passes, you do, right? as a matter of fact. Knock at the Cabin is the movie. It's going to be tomorrow night, so keep that in mind when you call. Uh, 7 o'clock is the screening. Uh, Casey, where's the theater, please? Oh, it's the PFS... Uh, East, uh, and that is, it's, I believe that's the old Ritz East. All right, the PFS East. Second is Street in Philly. Be. By the way, not, not embellishing here, the advanced word on this movie is it's going to be one of his 
what upper tier Shyamalan movies. People are loving it. And you will get to form your opinion tomorrow night. So we'll take uh, we'll take callers 10, 11, 12, 215, 263, WMMR. And we will put you in those seats. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. A lesson question. Trash and music news coming up next. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Listen on our mobile app or go to WMMR.com. Now back. Getting rid of pests is not a do-it-yourself project. So call the 75-year professionals at Dodson Pest Control first. Visit DodsonBROS.com to find an office near you. Dodson, the pest professionals you trust. With more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Pretender 93.3 WMMRs and Foo Fighters on this fine Monday morning for Preston and Steve show. It's 10 minutes after 10 o'clock. We're going to ask you a question. Mm-hmm. We'll see if you know the answer to it. Guess what? we got a prize we're going to give away. Pair of tickets to see Impractical Jokers Drive, 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 Drive Tour, which is presented by the Preston and Steve show. And it is coming up on Friday at Freedom Mortgage Pavilion. Tickets are on sale now. The question that we will ask now, we didn't know this until today. What kind of barbecue is Kansas City known for? <laughs> 215-263-WMMR. Not really, and you would have to have heard it earlier this morning, okay? So it's not the real answer. It's what we said. What kind of barbecue is Kansas City known for? That was in the 7 o'clock hour. If you were listening, you heard it. You retained that information. Call us now because you just might win. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you this morning by the Bamboozle Festival. The legendary festival returns May 5th through the 7th at Bader Field in Atlantic City. Limp Biscuit, Papa Roach, and 60 more of the hottest artists on the planet. Ticks and information at bamboozlefestival.com. What's going on, Steve? Well, Kanye West got into a scuffle on Friday evening when he swiped the phone from a female photographer, smashed it, and then threw it away. The woman who had no idea what was going on told police she was using a parking app when she was attacked by the guy who played Theo. Oh, my God. So hey! A new report claiming that Tom Brady lost 15 pounds after he finalized his divorce with Giselle Bündchen. Brady, uh, Brady's doctor says it was more than likely water weight as a result of him, quote, crying like a little bitch. <laughs> oh, my God. And finally, Khloe Kardashian's baby daddy, Tristan Thompson, and Kim Kardashian were spotted together at one of Northwest's basketball games on Friday. Thompson says Kim is very much like her sister, Chloe, but in a human form. No. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, uh, we are looking for somebody who knows the answer to this question. Uh, what kind of barbecue is Kansas City known for? 215-263-WMMR. We're going to Antonio. Hey! Hey, Antonio, good morning. Gadzooks. Gadzooks. All right, Antonio, what kind of barbecue is Kansas City known for? Caribbean barbecue. Caribbean, yeah. yes. Yeah. Hang on, Antonio Margariti. We are going to set you up with... Antonio Margariti. We are going to set... We're going to set you up with a pair of tickets to see Impractical Jokers Drive, 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 Drive Tour. And it's presented by us, the President's Steve Show, Friday at Freedom Mortgage Pavilion. Uh, tickets are available. They are on sale via Ticketmaster if you want to get those now. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah! Yay! Yeah! 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 
brought to you this morning by Connecticut School of Broadcasting. This year, invest in yourself and your future at CSB Media Arts Center in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Broadcast media training in months, not years. So schedule yours today. You can visit uh, gocsb.com. All right. Um, I have a concert announcement, but I'm going to get to that last. All right. All right. So let me go through a couple of quick stories here first. Papa Roach has announced Ego Trip Digital Deluxe Edition and the long-awaited release date of Ego Trip Standard Edition on vinyl. The 20-track deluxe release features remixed versions of songs to the original record as well as new music. Sure, this is not Ego? I'm sure it's not. Okay. It's EGO. Because those are delightful. They oh, are they delightful. Are. Uh, made very popular by Stranger Things. <laughs> yes, they were. Eliminate them. Uh, Ego Trip Digital Deluxe Edition is due out on March 17th, by the way. Now, Green Day, they have released Nimrod 25, the 25th anniversary edition box sets. Crazy. That's 25 years old, man. Nimrod 25 includes the original album, uh, one disc of previously unreleased demos, and a live set... From Philadelphia's Electric Factory, ah. recorded on November, November 14th, 1997, one month after Nimrod's release. That's pretty damn cool. That is a keepsake. Yes. I was unfortunately not at that show and probably could have been at that show. Uh, but for whatever reason, I didn't make it because that was in 1997. Be the in the background going, whoop! At the Electric Factory. Could have been that guy. Yeah. Alas, alas, I am not that guy. All right, uh, how about this? I believe we have a little clip to play from this. U2 has released a 2023 remake of their 1987 chart topper, With or Without You. Uh, It's one of 40 reimagined versions of the band's classic re-recorded for their new, uh, classics re-recorded for their new album, Songs of Surrender, which comes out on St. Patrick's Day. So we play a little clip of this? Yes. All right, here we go. See the stars in your eyes. Such a thorn in your side Should I wait for you? A sleight of hand and a twist of fate On a bed of nails you make me wait Without you With or without you it's like way stripped down. Absolutely. With all that you. Cut. Through the shore, reach the shore. You give it all, but I want more. And greedy. What? For you. Greedy for you. So he's changing up some of the words a little bit. Gleeby. Gleeby? So gleeby so for you. With or without you, I can't live. With without you. Okay, uh, I don't love it. Um, you know, I know what they're doing there, but um, you know, I thought there'd be a, a little. <laughs> I thought there'd be a, a little more effort in there, but um, but you know, it is what it is. I don't want to do much on that. I like how they, you know. I like when they take out certain words too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With you, yeah. Out you, you out. Ooh, out ooh. Uh, uh, the to the Tasmanian devil. Don't let the message get lost. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
It's very prescient. <laughs> you two does a tribute. To the Tasmanian devil. Yeah. Uh. Spitting. Ladies and gentlemen, the Tasmanian devil. <laughs> <laughs> That's Mel Blank doing it live, man. That's unbelievable. So that is a companion piece to uh, Bono's memoir, Surrender, 40 Songs, One Story. All right, and then one last story that I have for you. Uh, coming out on April 7th is Kiss's ongoing off-the-soundboard archival set. Uh, series, actually. It's uh, Live in Poughkeepsie, 1984. All right, now that's a rock city. Well, the custom mustard yellow double LP set features one of only two full concerts that guitarist Mark St. John ever played with the band. Wow. So, so it's a rarity for, uh, you know, followers, fans of the band. Uh, the November 28th, 1984 Animalize Tour show uh, from the Mid Hudson Civic Arena in Poughkeepsie. Uh, comes only weeks before St. John was permanently replaced by Bruce Kulick on December 8, 1984. Mark Ladies St. and gentlemen, I, I want to bring on the Tasmanian <laughs> devil <laughs> to Poughkeepsie. Uh, you all know him. <laughs> exactly. To Poughkeepsie. <laughs> hey, question. <laughs> What's funnier to say, Poughkeepsie or Sheboygan? They're both, uh, they're both Looney Tunes popular. Um, Sheboygan. Or how about Cucamonga? Cucamonga. <laughs> I think Sheboygan be. Sheboygan. Sheboygan. <laughs> Poughkeepsie's pretty fun, too. Well, Titicaca's kind of the best, though. Titicaca? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because it's, it's not only a place, but it's an activity. Walla Walla's pretty good, too. <laughs> it is. Yeah. All right, anyway. Um, so, where were we? Oh, you oh. know what? What? I'm sorry. There's another thing that's kind of fun to say. You guys know what that is, right? Francisco? Francisco. Yeah, Francisco. Francisco, that's fun to say. <laughs> you ever notice a little whistling in the yes. background there? Yeah. One more time. Francisco, that's fun to say. <laughs> uh, Mark St. John, who replaced Vinnie Vincent uh, and played on 1984's Analyze, developed uh, reactive arthritis and, although toured with the band, stood off stage while his understudy, understudy, my understudy. And I love him like a brother. Come over here, you understudy. You're a sturdy understudy. <laughs> exactly yeah. Tasmanian Devil. Um, Tasmanian Devil's my guitar tech. He stood off stage while his understudy. Understudy. Consigliere. <laughs> Long-time KISS associate Bruce Kulick actually played all but two and a half of the tour's eventual 119-date tour. Sad when that started, like with you talking about Phil Collins earlier and how he's been robbed of his ability to play the drums and the joy of that. By the way, Mark St. John, whose real name was Mark Leslie Norton, died at age 51 on April 5th in 2007 due to a brain hemorrhage. Uh, put on by an accidental overdose of methamphetamine. Wow. Okay. Should not right. do that. There you go. That's it in music news. Oh, concert announcement. Thank you. Almost forgot about that. Thank you, Mr. Drumroll. Uh, show is going to take place. Where is this going to take place? Montage. Oh, 
Montage Mountain. And uh, yeah, it's going to be the Pavilion at Montage Mountain. And the show is going to be on Friday, September 8th. And MMR is happy to welcome Rob Zombie and Alice Cooper. Freaks on Parade Tour 2023. That's going to be a blast. Yeah. So uh, the tickets will go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. via Ticketmaster. There is a pre-sale that's taking place. Complete details, all that information available at WMMR.com. And you can text the word ZOMBIE to 39333, and we'll get you the information. You can also listen to our buddy Jackie Bam Bam every night this week. He will have a chance for you to win tickets. Uh, that means our friend uh, Sydney, who used to work here in our um, uh, production department, yeah, yeah. Uh, is like one of the assistants, and she'll be back in Absolutely, yes. Sydney. So she works for Alice Cooper's tour. So once again, uh, MMR rocks Rob Zombie and Alice Cooper, Freaks on Parade Tour 2023, with Ministry and Filter, by the way. That's a hell of a show. Friday, September 8th at the Pavilion at Montage Mountain in their only appearance. And tickets go on sale this Friday. Ticketmaster, but go to WMMR.com because we've got the pre-sale info and all that other stuff available for you there. All right, and that is it in music news. Let's take a break. We'll come back in a second. We'll wrap up the show, letter of the day, word of the week prize, and all that when we get back. The President Steve Show Podcast. Wait, turn up the sound. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. And we get some Smashing Pumpkins to wrap things up for the day. Day one of this work week of 93.3 WMMR. It's Everything Rocks, President Steve Show. It is 10.32. And uh, what a day, man. Yeah. And uh, we had a good time uh, this morning, obviously basking in the glow and the victory last night. Headed back again to the Super Bowl. Five years later, here we are again. It's a mind blower. Not a big of a pause next time, but that's okay. Yes. We'll take them when they <laughs> yeah. come, man. But uh, it was a good time today, so thank you for your calls and uh, participation on the program. I would like to thank Mr. Michael Barkin for being on the show today, checking in, telling us all things about what he experienced and what uh, he has planned over the next few days and weeks in preparation for that. But you can hear him on uh, NBC or see him on NBC Sports, and uh, it was cool having him on today. Uh, and also, don't forget, we had uh, the guy Vince Bobot on uh, for those commemorative... Uh, Sounds like a transformer, doesn't it? I yeah. know it does, yeah. Bobot. Uh, <laughs> the commemorative uh, coins that you can get for uh, the Super Bowl and everything. So, that was cool. All good. Uh, and then we just hung out and had a good time. Outside of all that, Pierre Robert is here, ready to take you through the rest of the day. Good morning, sir. Good morning. Nice yeah, to Some see of you. the friends of the President Steve show at the game yesterday. I saw Bradley Cooper in yes. the box. Yes, yeah. We had a call. I couldn't. I couldn't meet up with him. Yeah, uh, I, I couldn't either. We couldn't um, get him on today. We had Vince Bober on. Yeah, Bobot, Bobot, and the Rob McElhenney, I guess, was in town. Yes. The Rob McElhenney. Yeah, yeah. the Rob yeah. McElhenney was in town uh, again with him. We had to have a barking. Um, so. No, yeah. I, why would you want either of them? And you could have Michael Barkan. I yeah. told you to stop the air. I love. I, I don't know s about sports, and I don't have uh, the feverish fanaticism that many do. Although I respect it. Um, however, I love listening to that he's guy great. talk. Yeah. He's just he yeah. loves it. Just fascinating and a good guy. And he seems like a great guy. And he yeah. really uh, uh, 
he he makes he makes me want to watch the game. He was very <laughs> flattered that you care for him. He did. He was. Yeah, yeah. I, I relayed that to him. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was touched yeah. by it, and um, he looks up to you. So it was nice to get well, cross did, streams there. Did not know that. Yeah, mice good people. Yeah, we like he is good people. Yep. I was at the a funeral for Jerry Blavitt on Saturday, and um, it, they it, it was there were police. The whole area of Logan Square was cordoned off. And, I mean, I didn't, you know, I've never been to a state funeral, but it's as close as I've come to it. The <laughs> St. Peter's and Paul Cathedral, which on the outside, if you've driven past it on Logan Circle, it's giant brown. Uh, it's kind of a brown stone and there's a dome, but it doesn't look that spectacular from the outside. You go inside it's and massive. it's unbelievable. Isn't it? But all these gothic details and stained glass windows and then domes with more stained glass windows inside little areas and stuff. And... um and it was it, and it was packed, you know. And Dion Warwick did the did the uh, eulogy, and it was um, it was like a state funeral, and you know. And then there was a motorcade taking the uh, the coffin away and stuff. It was it was wild, very I impressive. Really but like he deserved it. He oh, touched he a lot of people. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The the mayor was at the uh, after reception, and I thanked him for flying the flags at uh, half staff above City Hall. And he said it's the least we could do for the Gator. Oh. Yeah, there you go. Wow. All right. Uh, the least we could do is get a letter from you. Yes. You cool with that? All right. Yes. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. And the Preston and Steve Show is brought to you today by the letter. L as in least. All right. That'll work. And we have a $250 Hard Rock Cafe Philadelphia restaurant gift card and a $250 gift card for the Hard Rock Shop. Hard Rock Cafe Philadelphia is celebrating 25 rocking years in the city of brotherly love. So stop by for giveaways uh, through February 8th. And you can also reserve your table today and get yourself some good eats. What's happening on your show today, Pierre? Well, I've got another pair of tickets for Blues Traveler, May 20th uh, at the concert venue at Harris. Uh, we will celebrate Phil Collins' birthday with a workforce block, a block of Greta Van Fleet, and a workforce block of The Who. Nice. Sounds like a slice. I would like <laughs> to thank our sponsors. President Steve Show is brought to you today by Acme. Acme Markets, fresh foods, local flavors, also Manhattan Bagel. Uh, you gather, they cater. Manhattan Bagel. And also the Bamboozle Festival, May 5th through the 7th at Baderfield in Atlantic City. Tickets and information at bamboozlefestival.com. Tomorrow's Tuesday. That means we'll give away Tad Tuesday. We'll give the last of our movie screening passes for that M. Night Shyamalan film that we have. And we'll find out what else we can get into tomorrow. That's it. We're done. So rage on. Have a great day. And we'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Griffin Energy Services is celebrating 125 years in business. We're offering $250 off an AC or heat pump, plus special financing with approved credit. Contact Griffith Energy Services today for this offer and many more as we celebrate our 125th anniversary. Griffith specializes in train, but surfaces all brands. Visit GriffithEnergyServices.com today. Griffith Energy Services. Don't go dependable. License number MTHVACR012278.